0: Two, three. <laughs> March is here, the best month I hear, my birthday's near, the luck of the Irish will appear. So do not fear or shed a tear, spring break will come, so woohoo, my dear. Good morning, my brothers and sisters, on this fine morning... Of our 26th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast, thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night. As we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games, other games we love to watch and play, I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham Swisher. Beside me is the judge, the jury, and the executioner of fake news, Patrick Novosel.
1: I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me.
2: He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Sorry.
0: (laughs) I was going to let you keep going, but okay. (laughs) Also with me, also beside me, the guy who's remaining silent, but can crack you up, can crack us up in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hi. And finally, the man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain,
2: DJ Marcy B2K19, Mark Boucher. Guys, we are half a year old today. Kind of crazy. Whoa! Isn't it, wait, isn't that? Yeah. No, that's tech. Oh that's yeah, that's now. Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. That's how You much. are right. Oh, yeah, I actually can do math sometimes. There. <laughs> oh, we're living on a prayer. Are we? Are we walking at this point, or are we just crawling? I don't know. I think it's.
0: It's. It depends on the week. Sometimes we're crawling, sometimes we're walking, skipping, uh, hobbling.
1: Because I'm crawling in the dark.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That sounds like a personal problem. We are
3: firing on all cylinders tonight.
0: Yes, (laughs) we are. Folks, if this is your... Oh, go ahead, Mark. I was just
2: going to say, and an extra cylinder that nobody knew about.
0: True that. We are a a Humvee, I don't know, Hummer. What's that what's hum, that humdinger. engine? Humday as a humdigger. <laughs> oh, folks, if this is your first time joining us Yeah. I can't say this is <laughs> Yeah. I can't say this is much different than usual, but uh if you it through this episode, please go back and listen to our other much better starting episodes. Of course it depends on your opinion. If this is not your first time joining us, you know how this is how it is. You never know what's gonna come out of our mouths, what we're gonna think, what we're gonna say. Uh, for all you know, this could be the third time we've done this. It's actually the second, but who's counting? Uh, how you guys doing today? Good? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah right. pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty good.
1: All right. All right. Pretty, good pretty? pretty good. Well, good.
0: Things pretty, are about... Pretty, pretty good. Good. Things are about to get pretty good better because we have... I, I'm just starting things out red hot because we're getting ourselves into a quick fire. <coughs> God bless you. Super listener Chad, for a second week in a row, oh, has no. delivered a quickfire <laughs> to give us the chance to redeem ourselves. Now, I think we have t- one of two ways we can go about this. We can either redeem ourselves, or we can just make it that much more hilarious and that much more worse than last week. I'm going to leave it up we'll to see. you guys. We're just going to we'll see, see what happens. Don't force it, but let's just go with it. So, quickfire questions. From our good old buddy, super listener Chad at Chad Fackler One. This is a breakfast quickfire, so I hope you're ready. Wait,
1: which order are we going in, though?
0: Good call. I was just about to say. Last week we went Ronnie, Patrick, Mark. This week we're going Mark, Patrick, Ronnie. All
3: right, so First, we're going, we're going Ronnie, Patrick, Mark. We're going A, B, C. Lucas,
1: Ronnie, Marcus. We're
0: Patrick. going.
3: We're gonna go in. I think Mark had two turns. last
1: We're time. gonna go in
0: A, B, C order, so it's gonna be Lucas, Mark, Patrick, Ronnie. That's how. You're
3: going to read the question then answer immediately.
0: That's how math works. Yes, I'm going to answer. I it.
3: love
2: how that order changed at least That's 5 a horrible times. horrible flow.
3: That's a horrible <laughs> flow.
0: Your your face is horrible. Okay. Oh dang. <laughs> dang. <laughs> Burn. Burn <laughs> under your face. Get
3: the aloe out of my uh, desk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's what, what I decided. What are we doing again? Uh, Quick fire We already did it oh, It yeah. was that quick It's over Okay so moving on <laughs> Okay no but seriously We got a breakfast Quick fire Lucas, Mark, Patrick, Ronnie You guys ready?
2: Let's go Let's
0: do it yep. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes
2: Pancakes
3: Waffles
0: Waffles Oh split decision
2: Split
0: Sausage, bacon, ham, goetta uh, Getta obvious- obviously Patrick shut your face obviously it's ham
3: he is lashing out tonight because I, he's angry
0: <laughs> I'm actually trying to make us have a quick fire that is successful <laughs> but I think I'm trying too hard so but uh I'm gonna go with ham because I have no idea what Goetta is I like sausage and it's bacon, it's, but it's
1: a getta
0: well, why is there an o there I don't know why is you know there... look if Pete People, if you're going to make a quick fire, don't put words in there that don't match phonetically with the way it's, they're spelled. It's, or, it's Goetta German.
1: or Maltasers.
0: Goetta, Maltasers. Yeah, we'll do that one later. That'll be the extra bonus. <laughs> is Maltasers or Goetta.
2: So.
4: Goetta.
2: <laughs> it's, it's German, Murder, Lucas. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. What is it, Mark? So, it's obviously, obviously <laughs> Ronnie and, and Patrick would know much better than I would. Because um, apparently this is a big deal in the Cincinnati area. Yeah, it is. But but uh, I decided to use the old Google machine because I had no idea what it was. But apparently it's a particular way that you serve uh, sausage with like oats and spices and stuff in it as well. Uh, is that is that about right? So That's it's like right.
0: So it's like horse sausage. What? Do horses eat
1: sausage? What's horse sausage?
0: Well, if oats are in it, why wouldn't horses eat it?
1: Oh, oh, I get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, listen. If, if bacon, if Goetta, if Goetta is sausage, <laughs> out of turn. Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's technically it's Mark's turn, but I'm not letting him go yet. If Goetta is sausage, then why use it in the list with sausage? It should be. What's that? Bacon, ham, or goetta, or is it? It's
3: mostly sausage.
0: Or sausage, bacon, or ham. Don't put goetta or gota or goetta in there. It's confusing to people.
1: Goetta is really the, when you come into the states in a few months. I'm gonna get you some goetta. It's so good.
3: <laughs> You're gonna get beat up if you call it that around here. <laughs> hey, uh,
0: can I get me some goetta? I need. I heard some good things about that stuff. That's the...
2: I'm a Goata
0: face. Uh, oh, no. All right. Uh, ham. What? Uh, in case you've forgotten, because this quickfire has derailed oh, yeah, too... <laughs> Sausage, bacon, Oops. ham, or horse sausage? AKA Goata. I go ham. I'm Middle go name.
2: With bacon.
1: Bacon.
3: What is get
1: We already went through that. It's horse sausage.
3: I was just trying to answer the question correctly. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I was just trying to answer the question correctly.
0: Quick fire and Jeopardy don't mix. I'm sorry. You have to add extra words.
3: Who is ghetto?
0: Okay, I'll I'll accept that. All right, next one. Hash browns or home fries? I'm going to go with hash browns.
2: Hash browns as well. Hash browns. Hash browns.
0: Now, wait. Loose hash browns like in a pile like where they just kind of shred it and put it on a plate or formed hash browns like McDonald's? I'm going to go formed.
2: Sticking with the form train. Formed. Formed.
0: Formed has it. All right. Eggs, scrambled, fried, or poached? Oh, I go What's first. Poached. poached
3: mean? Well, yeah, what is poached? <laughs> what are we That's
0: That's about? when it's uh, endangered, and it's in the wild, and you kill it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's when you boil it. That's right, right? I mean, that's what I've always been yes, told, that poaching yes. poaching egg. So, Never heard of so this is another one. If you have an easier word you can use, use that word. So scrambled, fried, or boiled. I'm going to go with scrambled.
2: Scrambled with cheese. Yeah, that's
0: why I chose scrambled, because you can just throw a bunch of stuff in it. It's awesome. What, what were the, yeah, uh,
2: that's what were the
1: answers the again? What were they
0: again? Scrambled, fried, or boiled slash poached. Which ones? Just play back the recording
3: <laughs> right and, now. And
0: insert your answer later, okay? Scrambled Just like edit it in.
3: Scrambled. <clears throat> What's the question again?
0: Do you like your goetta scrambled fried or poached?
3: Fried, please.
0: Perfect. All right, how about bread? White, wheat, rye english muffin or biscuit listen chad seriously <laughs> quick fires quick fires do not get five options it's quick fire you're making it
2: this is your it's only fault
3: so we're going to slow the show down here
0: this week i blame you last week shame on us this week shame on you chad fackler we love you but i think he's he, lashing out tonight listen i to think this. he did this now out. he's
3: lashing out at our fans
2: <laughs>
3: it's
0: making me want breakfast
2: is what's going on he's well that's so angry that too <laughs>
0: Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, White wheat, rye, English muffin, or biscuit? Um, If I have like a full spread of like condiments and honey and all that stuff, I'm biscuit. I'm going biscuit. Biscuit's the most versatile bread. Salty, sweet.
3: I feel like you should have to answer them if you have to eat them solely by themselves. Okay. Is that
0: how it is? Only? I don't know. Then we need to start over because I wasn't thinking that Makes it way more interesting, I think. Because I think waffles taste better by themselves than pancakes. So can we start over?
2: No. Let's just do the whole thing over again.
0: (laughs) All right. Mark, go. Bread. English muffin. Look at you.
1: Now, if we're talking red lobster biscuits, those all the way. (laughs) That counts.
0: Those are in the biscuit, and I'd eat those for
2: breakfast.
3: Uh, I was going to go with the white bread, but I'm going with the red lobster biscuits now, yeah, too. Yeah, Cheddar
2: Baby Biscuits. Better. Well, Mark, you do go. you want to change your answer? No, I'm going to stick with the English muffin. However, Look at you being the all biscuits f- aren't
0: They are. Mark's being all fancy, all British.
2: English muffin, please, <laughs> oh, with some yes. tea. Indubitably. <laughs> 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 all right,
0: bonus question. Grits, yay or nay? Nay for me.
2: That's a nay for me.
1: What is Getta?
0: <laughs> Nay. Thank you. Nay. <laughs> nice.
2: Nice horse. Having flashbacks because of that.
0: Horse sausage reference. Wow. All right. Well, if you folks didn't think it'd get any worse, I'm pretty sure it just did. So <laughs> thank you so much, Chad. But you know what? It's worse in a good way. Shout out to Chad Fackler for his wonderful quickfire questions. I love you, man. And you know what? I think this is the perfect time to shout out Chad Fackler and how much I love him because this is. Are we going to shout
3: his name? <laughs> Chad <laughs> Fackler! No. Chad Fackler! Chad! Chad Fackler! I think this is the
0: perfect moment. This kind of bleeds into my update, and I'll get back to it later. But Chad Fackler bought me Overwatch this week. I'm just. Oh, there it is! There. Yeah. Chad Fackler. What a nice guy! Wonderful human being. He is the very man who bought me at Overwatch this week. And I'll touch more on him during my update. But this was the perfect moment because he just threw like the worst quickfire <coughs> questions at us. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure he knew that I still love him very much. And he's one of my best buddies. So shout out to Chad Fackler. Uh, also, before we get into our updates, uh, I did want to do a quick shout out to some podcasts that we have cross streamed with over the past few weeks. Uh last week I did mention the Delvin Cox experience. I very quickly offhandishly mentioned uh the podcast Junkie uh Discord and podcast. Uh it's it's a podcast that ha- had talks about a bunch of different podcasts during its its weekly shows and they also have a Discord that's kind of like a a hub for lots of different podcasts to kind of get together and trade off ideas and and kind of collaborate together, network them together and all that cool stuff, uh, but their host, Zach Ald, he is he is one cool guy, and uh, he's been participating a lot in our Discord, uh, the Married to the Games Discord, and I just want to shout out to Podcast Junkie. Uh, they're doing a great thing over there, and uh, you guys should, our listeners should definitely check out his show sometime, especially if you're always looking for the latest and greatest podcasts. Uh, I think every week he tries to share about a different podcast, new podcasts, uh, sometimes old podcasts, depending on you know what kind of comes his way, but... But he is definitely a podcast junkie. I think I read the other day that he has like 300 podcasts that he's subscribed to that he listens to off and on. I don't understand how he listens, if he like actually listens to 300 podcasts or he's just subscribed to kind of have his feelers out there. But that man is definitely the podcast junkie of junkies. Uh, the other podcast that I wanted to highlight is, uh, and a shout out to, is the Future Monkeys podcast. I stumbled on them by listening to our Uh, brother podcast, uh, The Delvin Cox Experience, when he interviewed them on the show. Uh, They mainly got my attention because of their candor, their humor. Uh, Also, one of their hosts, Los, uh, he reminds me a lot of myself if I happen to live in Florida and I had absolutely no filter. I will tell you that what you guys are getting on the show today and in the past is me with a filter. So uh, He reminds me of myself without a filter. Uh, He's super hilarious, ridiculous in a good way. And pretty much says, and experiences a lot of the same things I have. I just don't share half of it with you guys. And also, most importantly, he loves to wear socks with sandals. Um, but check those guys out. We are, we've are we been a, active on their podcast. And, uh, you know, especially... Um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Mark was shaking his head about my socks and sandals. And... <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. But uh, you that's know, what you get. That's what I get, I know, for bringing up socks and sandals. But check those guys out. They're definitely some good guys over there. And uh, they're, they're crazy, but they're fun. Uh, with that being said, that's, that's all the shout-outs, the housekeeping, as it were, that I had to share. If you guys have anything else, you're welcome to share. Or if you just want to get right into the updates, we can do that, too. Patrick
1: updates, updates, updates.
0: You said it, so you lead the way, buddy. What's been going on, Patrick? What's new in your life? Nothing fantastic. Next, Ronnie, go
1: (laughs) quick fire, (laughs) Uh,
0: quick fire updates.
1: No, uh, this past week has been a pretty chill week. Um, we did not pretty much, we didn't really do anything as far as family wise. We hung out. Uh, I did watch three movies this past week look at you and for me to watch much movies is i mean it's it's a it's a tall order because whenever i'm in my free time i'm playing games um but there were there were two movies that had um that i checked out this past week the first one was spider-man into the spider verse Mm -hmm. so that came out last tuesday and i got an email from sony pictures saying hey this is out. Get it digital, and I was like, "Okay, let's do it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I I came home uh, that night, and I had uh, I, I threw it on, and I heard nothing but good things about this movie. Um, so I put I put it on, and man, uh, one of the things that really I the reason why I didn't see it in the movie theater is because the animation is not like a very fluid animation like Pixar like I'm used to. It feels like they're like skipping a couple frames while they're moving. Uh yeah, so I noticed it, that
0: it, when I saw the trailers, a few of the trailers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it so it kind of turned me off a little bit, uh but I heard uh from everyone that had seen this movie, you got to see it. You got to see it. So, um finally it came out on Tuesday and I had finally watched I started watching it with my son and he had fallen asleep about 30 minutes in cuz it was late but um no i mean without spoilers uh the 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 movie was all about Miles Morales and his journey becoming Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the uh the relationship that he had with his family uh the relationship he had with Spider-Man um it was unlike any other story that uh in the spider-man universe that i've ever been exposed to uh so uh that relationship between his dad and him his mom and him um really i mean it didn't really hit home with me because i didn't really have that kind of relationship with my dad um i have a really good relationship with him um but the way the way they interact with each other um was awesome and the way they the uh that relationship developed throughout the entire movie was awesome um, so that was kind of cool, but real one of the really cool things about this movie is all the different Spider-Men that were in this in this movie. I mean, you had Spider-Man Noir, who was voiced by Nicholas Cage. He was awesome. Uh, they that is, had that Spider- is crazy. <laughs> that Nicolas yeah, I mean, Cage like,
0: voicing in a Spider-Man movie—that's awesome.
1: So that was cool, and like um, he he uh, he comes from a black and white world. So when he came into the world, he had no idea what. Any color was He had a Rubik's Cube In his hand At one point And he's like I don't He's like Is this red Is this blue So <laughs> It was pretty funny um, And there's like Spider Spider Gwent I think it was um, Gwent like Spider the Woman. The Witcher The Witcher card game Gwen. Spider-Man
2: Yeah
0: Gwent. It was a
1: huge crossover uh, The Witcher <laughs> and Spider-Man Gwent <laughs> He's
0: like oh, I don't fight crime I just uh, play the Witcher card game On uh,
1: My no, con- Gwen. console choice Gwent Oh, Spider Gwen! Oh, okay, whatever, whatever. I don't think. <laughs> Thank you. I don't you, know Mark. what I'm talking about. <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, and then there was like a couple Spider Men, and then Spider Ham. Oh the, yeah, uh, my
2: favorite. Of <laughs> course, of course, old Peter Porker.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the uh, all those Spider Men working together, um, was was absolutely awesome. At, at about, I would say maybe about an hour into the movie, I thought to myself, "Oh yeah." I'm watching a animated movie because the story was so good. I did not focus on the animation, um, which was a testament to how good the movie was as I wasn't really paying attention to that. Cause when I'm watching, when I see like DC animated movies, I mean, they're animated. You can really, cause they're the, the cartoon, um, look, but the look of this movie, um, it, it I never, I never even thought about it because hmm. of how good the movie was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. So I watched that um and I was pretty excited about it. Uh my since my son fell asleep about ha- about a half hour in. Uh the next day we watched it again uh so he could watch the whole thing. So I was pretty pumped about watching it again. Nice. Um it was good. Really good. Really good movie. Awesome. Um
0: Do you have a rating for it? Out of t- out of 10? I would
1: give it a 10 out of 10 Spider-Webs.
0: 10 out of 10. All right.
1: Yeah. So um I think it was, was it, uh, someday last week I was having lunch with Ronnie and he had said that he had watched, uh, this movie Bohemian Rhapsody and Mm -hmm. I, 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 thought to myself, maybe I should watch this movie. So, um, I knew I'm not like Mark. I'm not like a music man. I know nothing about Queen. All I know is their songs and Freddie Mercury. I don't know who the guitarist is, anybody else in the band, um, I don't know how, what the story was behind them. Um, all I knew is, is their, their songs, you know, all their hits. Uh, so I started the movie up and as the credits are rolling, the beginning credits, uh, I just hear queen, the queen song starts playing and I'm like, oh, okay, this is, I'm already in love with this movie. And it goes through, uh, the story of Freddie Mercury, you know, how it'd be, how he started with queen, you know, how they, they wrote songs. Um, how they collaborated with each other, um, how he—spoilers—died, uh, and I—I I knew he died, but I didn't know how he died. Uh, since you know, I—I I, I didn't follow him. I didn't really know much about him. I'm gonna make so, sure to uh,
0: make a make a little note here to make sure you insert that uh that spoiler spoiler alert the spoiler <laughs> alert in there. I mean, come on, man, yeah. you're giving a, that's he's, pretty he's big been spoiler dead for
1: like 30 years. So I think we're good. I think we're good. I don't know. On we, that one. You might have to insert that in. Edit, He's dead that in. Freddie Mercury uh, has passed away. Now this
0: every time you say that, you're gonna have to insert the sound. <laughs> 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 so what's it gonna do to the he quality of the podcast? He said
1: it again. He said it again. <laughs> but uh but yeah, throughout the whole movie they're playing the you know, all their big hits and it was it was awesome. The guy who played uh, Freddie Mercury, I can't remember his name. Some Malik or something. Rami Malik. Rami Malik, yeah, he was he was fantastic. When I had heard that he was cast into be being Freddie Mercury, I had my doubts. Uh, but after watching the movie, I'm like, man, he was fantastic. Mm. And uh, I I had heard that the movie didn't follow um, a lot of what Queen, like a lot of the what Queen and how they became Queen and all the songs they wrote and so like that. But um, so I read up, the, like, I did a little fact check and I, I looked at all the differences between the movie and what really happened in real life. And they were small. Um, it really, I mean, it didn't detract away from how much fun this movie was, how good this movie was. Um, so I really, I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, cool. Ronnie, what, uh, you, you saw it. What did you, what did you think about it?
3: <clears throat> I actually thought it was incredible. And I'm like you, I didn't know anything about Queen. I knew their lead singer was Freddie Mercury, and that is exactly where it ended. I just knew all <laughs> yeah. their songs, um, but it was awesome. It it really was awesome. We do like uh, every couple of weeks, we'll do like a movie night, just me and a couple of friends, and they always pick the movies. And typically, they always pick like horror movies, which I dislike. And yeah. this time, they picked that. And after the movie was over, I was like. And I'm glad you guys finally picked a good one. Like, it was uh, it was really awesome. I actually have it. I rented it like on my TV, so I have it for 30 days. And uh, before the 30 days is up, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Sweet.
0: You would awesome. you would you would watch a movie twice before watching <laughs> another movie that will may or may not may or may not come up during your update.
3: I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> nice.
3: So I uh,
1: I had. I had posted that I had watched Spider Man into the Spider Verse and Bohemian Rhapsody, and then Jared Orr. He's like, "Well, let's keep keep up with the uh, ten out of 10s. Oh, that. Let's back up.
2: I would give. Spoiler alert! 10, you just
0: gave away your review before giving your review. Ten though.
2: out of ten. <laughs> Over bites.
0: <laughs> Perm queens permed hairs.
1: Yeah, queens. So okay. I had I had posted. That, I thought that was another ten out of ten. Nice. And he he was like, "You need to go see." Mission Impossible Fallout. And I enjoy the Fallout movie, or the Mission Impossible movies. I mean, they're good action flicks. Um, so wait, I was like, okay. Wait, is Fallout the one where... Uh... <wh <noise> <acompañaling noise>
4: Spoiler all right. Spoiler Lord Spoiler 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 alert! Spoiler alert!
0: Okay, Alright. now I've given away all the spoilers. You may continue.
1: okay so uh and it's just like any any other mission impossible movie you know but it it starts off and he makes a choice and the choice pretty much uh causes the rest of the movie to occur everything that happens after his choice um is the movie and the what it's it's unlike any other mission impossible uh there is a ton of twists and turns that you don't see coming uh, and it was action-packed it was action almost every scene if not every other scene it was awesome there was fight scenes car chase scenes bike scenes uh it was awesome um and if i had to score this one i would say it's also 10 out of 10 wow 10 out of 10 what tom cruises, <laughs> tom cruises.
0: I'll you, have to. did you clone I'll him
1: have... how does that work
0: you clone Tom Cruise He it, already has clones of himself At least do like 10 out of 10 Scientologists Or something like <laughs> 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 yeah, Just to give variety
1: Yeah so that, I watched three movies this past week All 10 uh, out of 10s Wow Three 10 out of 10s Yeah They were un- It was an unbelievable movie week for me
2: um, I'm gonna have and, to Oops sorry Go ahead uh, I was going to say I'm going to have to catch uh, Catch Mission Impossible Follow up I've been meaning to watch it and that that movie, I've only known of his existence for a few reasons. I guess obviously one being Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise, but also they have to do with Henry Cavill, just because he's in the movie. And number one, that movie is the reason why they had that huge issue with Justice League with his yeah. mustache. Ooh, yeah, uh, that's the one where his mustache
0: yeah. just appears out of nowhere during the yes. fighting scene in the bathroom. Is that does that actually yes. happen when you watch the movie?
2: Well oh, not exactly I, I didn't like, catch it. Not exactly like that. No. Oh, okay. Because that, that was awesome. Uh, That's an awesome gif yeah, for a little short video. It is. Um, but uh no, like obviously the mustache issue, but also that same movie is where Henry Cavill, there's like that scene that y'all see in all the trailers in the bathroom uh-huh. where he like cocks his arms, his biceps, like he's loading a gun yeah. when he's about to it just, it looks hilarious and awesome at the same time. It is. But,
1: that scene was awesome. Yeah. Like a lot of the action scenes in there are awesome. But that one in particular was a cool one because it was, it was a fist fight. So it was pretty cool. Cool. So I'll
2: have to check that out.
1: Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I did a little a resolution mm-hmm. working on. Ooh. I worked on my resolution. It's about time. Um <laughs> and one of my resolutions was to uh, watch uh, or go to a seminar, learn something about designing. Um, and I watched about four hours uh, on YouTube of intros to uh, making a design, uh, whether that be a logo, something on a T-shirt, um, anything that has, has to do with design. Um, and these YouTubes were, had to do with how-to's um how to design something quickly how to um it's a lot all all the how to's um and it shows you and one of them uh, showed you designing something from beginning to end all the cuts all the uh, changes color uh whatever it was um i watched one of those videos um one of the other videos was how to use different uh programs uh like uh photoshop and this other uh free software called GIMP. Um it's kind of like Photoshop but it's but it's free. Um so um I started using using GIMP alongside while I was watching the YouTube video so I could get um my feet wet a little bit on that one. Um and so I did all that and there was a reason why I did all that that this past week because um uh, there was a company uh an organization that had reached out to me to create something for them. And, uh, the reason why is they've seen, uh, the stuff that I have created. Uh, so they had reached out to me and, and asked, asked for uh, me to f- make a logo for them. Um, so I, I made a logo. Um, I thought, it, I thought it was pretty good. It might've been some of my best work. I think it was, um, only because I started doing things, um, that I've never done before and learn new tricks of the trade kind of thing. Uh, so I created that and I submitted it, um, whether or not I get any response or any feedback, I don't know how that all works. If it's just thrown into a pool of 100 other individuals, um, I don't know. Uh, but it was kind of fun, uh, to actually create something from scratch about, about with, with this logo. So, um, once I hit submit, I kind of, I kind of felt happy that I, that I actually did something. Um, with my designing this year that's
0: awesome man way to put yourself nice. out there and uh kind of put into practice what you're learning and what you've been practicing yeah. that's, that's really cool
1: yeah um so that was fun um since i watched movies and i did that i didn't do much gaming uh i played a little apex and overwatch and i'm still doing red dead online but i think i'm gonna take a step back from red dead online uh how many how many trophies little- do you have left I still have, I think I still have five. Ooh. I think I have four online and one story. Um, so uh, it's it's gonna be like a, a more of a grind, and I'm not really feeling that right now. So um, I'm gonna put that on the back burner, and <clears throat> I'm gonna play some other games. I'm gonna play like you know Overwatch, and continue to play Apex. Yeah, baby. Maybe I'll get back and I'll get back into the um, platinum chase, and I'll start getting some more platinums because I think I have eight. So far, I need to get four more think you have, this year. I think you so have think nine, I'm, don't you? Do I have nine? I think so. Okay. We could fact check you. I don't though. know. I need I need to go look back. But yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, I, I think I'm going to go and get a couple more there uh, before I jump back into Red Dead. But yeah. That's me. Sweet. This past week.
0: Ronnie, how about you, buddy?
3: So, I obviously watched the Bohemian Rhapsody also. And like Patrick thought, it was awesome. Um, if you are into music or you know, just like Queen, definitely a ten out of ten movie to watch. Uh, I also played in a volleyball tournament this past weekend. I think I might have mentioned this last week. You did, but it's the first. It's the first um, like men's doubles that I've ever played, and I play with my buddy Chad. This
0: is your semi-professional game, right?
3: Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. So I will tell you that. I also play three volleyball leagues on Friday nights and for this tournament I had to be there at eight AM on Saturday morning. Ooh. And Fun after times. after volleyball, which you know, we go to volleyball and we you know, we have a few drinks and everything usually. Uh went a little too hard on the paint on Friday night and went to bed at about three thirty AM. Oh no. <laughs> Yikes. So when I woke up at six thirty to start getting ready and get get going to this tournament I was uh, not in the best shape of my life. That's for sure. I, I
0: bet, dude. Didn't you just tell us last <laughs> week how much you were feeling it and able to not able to recover as quickly from between yep, games? Yep, that's
3: exactly. it's exactly what I was saying, and I experienced every bit of that <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> on Saturday morning. So the funny part was my buddy was like feeling the same way. So he was feeling bad. He plays volleyball on Friday nights too. Uh so we're driving to this tournament, it's early and we're both a mess, basically. So it's like oh we don't really have any expectations of really even playing good. I assumed I would play horrible. And what actually happened was we won because we both played awesome are you, all day. Are you serious? Nice. <laughs> wow. I'm dead serious. Right. Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dead serious. We played awesome like almost the whole day and we wow. both felt like total crap going. Wow. So what I learned is Congrats. When you make bad choices like that, there are no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Don't think the law of averages is going to agree. That's with what you. I took away from the story.
2: <laughs>
1: Jeez. So that's the formula for
0: success. <laughs> that's yes. exactly
3: right. Three solid hours of sleep. <laughs>
0: that's only all you need. Only good things come from three solid hours of sleep. <laughs>
3: That's exactly right. That's that's your title for your book right there. Three that, solid hours of sleep. That's true. That's Wow. True. Um, but no, that was really fun winning. Like we won a little bit of money and everything and uh yeah, it's the first time I'd ever like played just doubles with him. So yeah, we did really well. We we did really well. Awesome. Nice. Um so for that tournament we won three hundred and twenty bucks as a team. So we had to split that. Mm-hmm. But well, it was pretty nice going home with a little bit of money when normally all we do is spend money there, so it's pretty
0: yeah.
3: sweet. Yeah, definitely. So so then the money that I won went directly into my hot tub, which broke for like the third or fourth time in one year. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my <Jeez>. gosh. <laughs> it went uh it, it does this thing where it goes into economy mode, which basically means that it doesn't work. And uh it just keeps the water level like above freezing. Oh jeez. And <laughs> Yeah. So, uh I called them and it's like $150 for them to come out to your house. Right? That's the whole diagnostic service charge. So you're at $150 no matter what. What it ended up being was like the main fuse in the hot tub, which totally emasculated me <laughs> that it was just a fuse.
4: Oh, and I just yeah.
3: paid $180 for it when no. I could have just paid like probably $10. Oh man! But since I don't know anything about hot tubs, like yeah, that's kind of the price you pay. Yeah, it is. That's why those guys have jobs.
0: So next time, are, uh, are so you, how
3: long did it take for him to fix it? About, I would say about twenty minutes. Nice. And at least it's it's twenty minutes because you got to take off like the panels and stuff on the outside, and I don't know, move stuff around. So how? T- Plus, it was out. In the, it was it was in the snow. So I mean, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. I w- I wouldn't want to do that anyways for $180. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How tempted are you
0: to uh, look it up on YouTube next time?
3: I'm actually, I thought about looking it up today, and I'm kind of nervous because I guarantee it's just like take one panel off and the, like, the master fuse is like right there, and you just probably pull it out and just plug in another fuse. So I'm going to be like, dang it. But what I will say is I, I did read a ton online about um, like hot tubs just going into economy mode and not a single one of them mentioned a fuse. Hmm. Like they oh. mentioned ways to get it out of economy mode and like tricks and stuff you could use, but nobody ever mentioned fuse or I just would have looked up how to replace one.
0: Which would have been a lot of money probably also.
3: So there are consequences for only three hours of sleep is what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> True <laughs> he that. giveth and he taketh. <laughs> uh, but that, that's all for me for the week. Um how about you, Mark?
2: Oh so this week this week has been a week indeed. Um so it would have been a nice week had it not been for the fact that Thursday night, either Wednesday or Thursday night, I started feeling sick. Um I started coming down with some sort of a, a cold, head cold of some kind, and it just started getting worse and worse and worse with all the head congestion and throat and all that fun stuff and uh and so Friday I ended up staying home from work cuz I just felt awful and it just continued to just spiral and spiral and so basically a lot of my week uh if I if I wasn't working was usually spent on the couch um, so, cause I was just feeling horrible, uh, the whole time. So, and I'm still kind of recovering from that. Yeah, you um, got a
0: nice, uh, baritone voice going. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. This is deep, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going, I'm going on the low end tonight. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like, a lot of my time, like I said, was spent on the couch, um, And I was just completely miserable because Saturday evening into Sunday, I got a fever, which was awesome. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah. So I just felt like a zombie the whole time. Um, But, uh, you know, the times where I was feeling a little bit okay or whatever, um, I was pretty much gaming. Um, There you go. The perks of being sick, getting that couch time in. Yep, for sure. Um, I was just about done with the couch time by the time it was all said and done. But, um, but uh, so definitely put in some work on Apex for sure. A lot of hours of Apex. Um, you, get, you
0: got some chicken dinners.
2: I did get a couple. Um, uh, I definitely like. There was one. I think Friday night. Uh, it was like the first game. I jumped in with a couple of, couple of randos, and and we won first time through. Nice uh which was awesome and then i believe it was last no i think it was saturday night saturday night i played with chris mccracken of uh married to the games and uh we got a we got to win that night which was awesome um so yeah played plenty of apex still loving that game um since i was home on f- oh go ahead <laughs> uh whenever i hear the word apex.
1: Do you guys remember those DVD screensavers back in the day where I had I had an apex D V D player. Yes. And that screensaver oh. came on. <laughs> it would just like that floats around, right? Apex would just float around yeah. and you would wait for it to get to the corner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Have you seen that video where they show these a bunch of people in a bar like watching a sports? Like, they're watching some kind of sports, but they switched it out in the video for the Apex, like, or DVD, CD icon, and Uh when it, like, changes color or hits a part, everybody's like, yeah, (laughs) 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 woo! I love that video. Yeah, Yeah, I totally Uh, forgot there was an Apex one, though. I always think of the DVD or... I think it's the DVD one that I always think of but yes. Yeah, it says
1: DVD video. I think that was like the most one but I had like those cheap $20 DVD yeah. or the Apex DVD players. And it, said Apex. And it said Apex instead of DVD. Forgot yeah. about that. Yeah.
2: That was actually that was actually the first DVD player I ever had was an Apex. Um but anyway. So yeah, played plenty of Apex. Um and uh also decided to uh finally break open the seal and download uh, Red Dead 2. Uh-huh. Uh so I started uh, playing that nice. uh Friday night. Um I know I've heard it from from many people that it's kind of a slow burn to start. And it sure this, is. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling that. I feel like I'm in the most beautiful walking sim I've ever played. Um it's just a lot of a lot of traversing uh-huh. Uh and and so um obviously I'm not giving up on it it's just it was just kind of slow to start and I think the fact that I was sick wasn't really helping the situation. Yeah. Um so it's I'm definitely going to pick it back up later. Um and then since I was home on Friday, of course Mr. Ed Placencia has his no work Fridays uh that he streams uh whatever game he wants to play. And so happened to jump in and play some overwatch for a little bit. So that was awesome. Woohoo. Uh had, had a great time with him. Um, but yeah, otherwise that was pretty much my entire, uh, most of the weekend, like Sunday, uh, you know, I woke up, I still had a fever. And of course, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that, you know, I'm a worship leader. Um, and, and so obviously I'm waking up feeling like, death warmed over and you know i text my pastor i said listen this is what happened this was happening i'm i i did not get any sleep last night i've got a fever all that kind of stuff and he says okay so we're gonna cancel your sunday school class because i teach sunday school um and cancel youth group and i will he he said i will sing and i will lead if you can just come up and play and I was like, "Okay, do I really feel like going? No, but I'm gonna. It's only for an hour now. Granted, it's it's like an hour drive there and back.
1: Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: So, um, you know, but I but I did it, and because uh, I wanted to, you know, make sure that things weren't too crazy for them. So, you know, and they were super, you know, like." you know, hospitable and, and just ready for ready to serve. Like I walk in the door and my pastor has uh a cup of hot tea ready for me. Oh uh, yeah Isn't that sweet and and like uh one of the ladies in the church she um she does a lot of stuff with essential oils and stuff like that. She um, gave you a massage no <laughs> I don't think it's
0: rubbing oils, no. Patrick. <laughs>
3: That's oh, a host, right there. Yeah. That
2: is <laughs> yeah. that is not what happened at all. Um, He's
0: like playing but, the guitar on the stage, and she's like rubbing his back in the background with essential oils. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this isn't awkward at all. <laughs> nope, not at all. Um, oh, jeez. No, no. So she she had this like little like uh, essential oil thing. And She dabbed like a little bit on my hand. She's like, okay, rub your hands. And then slowly breathe, breathe it in and out, um, and and basically it's supposed to help with congestion and all that kind of stuff. Um, so and it was great. So, but like bunches of people were like just trying to serve, and so I was very thankful to have a church that's that's like that, that have a lot of servants. Did that stuff um, work,
3: like with your congestion?
2: I mean, it felt it helped me feel better. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, this episode is brought to you
0: by essential oils, <laughs> where you can where I, you can have your your cares massaged away or your congestion <laughs> melted I'm away. Kidding. Wow! But uh, call now four two nine GMG guys.
3: Call today and get double. The regular order. Put in the wow.
0: the what is it, the code box or whatever's the sale box, put GMG guys and you'll get a hundred percent off. You'll get it free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you don't have to send it back. Um but yeah, so it, it it helped, except for the fact that I totally burned my tongue on the tea, but you know, whatever. <laughs> You're gonna say uh, you burnt your <laughs> tongue on the
0: essential oils. <laughs> Yeah, that too. I forgot it was there, and I licked my hand. and It started to burn.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Breathe in and out slowly. Ah.
0: It's not working. I should lick it.
2: That's not how you breathe, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got me coughing now. Thanks a lot. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (sighs) So, yeah. But I was very thankful for that. But yeah, I went went up there and and played and then came back and immediately crashed. Um finally last night uh my fever came down, temperature came back down. Um so I went back to work today. Um but it's been a pretty slow week for me because of it. Um so I'm I'm ready to not be sick anymore. So. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. No doubt. Yeah. And glad you could join on us tonight. On my way back up. For sure.
0: Moving on up.
4: Moving
0: on up. All right, brother. Well, is that all you got for us? Do you have a... That's all, that's all I got from our week. All right. Well, glad you're on the men, brother. Um, on my end, my life update, I wanted to take a few minutes to first of all give our listeners a peek behind the curtain of the missionary life. Uh, for those don't know, that don't know, I'm a volunteer missionary in Brazil. Uh, I've been here for about seven years. Uh, over the past year or so i 've been a coordinator for a ministry called Work a Witness and uh about a year and a half ago, year and three months ago, um, the church leadership here for the Church of the Nazarene here in Brazil asked me to be the the national coordinator and I was the first co- not the first coordinator, but they asked me to lead the ministry, but I was the only coordinator for the entire nation of brazil and if you don 't know the nation of Brazil. Uh, is the same size of the U.S. if you take away Alaska. So they said, Whoa. "They said you're in charge of the whole country," and I'm like, "Great! Whoa. Who's here to? Wow. Who's here to help me?" And they're like, "We're here, maybe, but it's this. It was very much a you know just uh it was really a big job." And so for the past year. I've been kind of doing a mixture of things as a, as a missionary, as a coordinator for missions. Um, I try to do, you know, I try to do um, the things that I do. I try to do them for the present, but I also have been trying to build up for the future and to kind of build this structure for this ministry so that I'm not the only coordinator and I'm not the only one kind of doing this. Cause like I said, the country's huge. Uh, it's a pretty large task to be a coordinator for an entire country. Uh, and for the Church of the Nazarene, I mean, it's not the biggest church in the country. The Catholic Church is really big here. The the Baptist Church, the Assemblies of God, uh, but the Church of the Nazarene is 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 pretty large and, and all across the country. Um, but this past week, I was finally able to connect with uh, some of the superintendents. Actually, I connected with all of them. There are about twenty superintendents all across the the country. And uh I was finally able to kind of get all my ducks in a row and talk to them, talk to the the mission coordinators for each of those uh districts, and I pretty much said, "Hey, who do you think should be uh the the work and witness coordinator for your district?" And some of them were like uh cool we'll we'll pray about it, and we'll get back to you." Some of them you know had some doubts, some questions, some were like, "Do we really need this coordinator?" <laughs> like I had a wide variety of Of responses. And uh, I definitely had a a one guy who was just pretty much like, you know, whether we have this coordinator or not, just so you know, I'm in charge, and he's going to do whatever I want, pretty much is what he said. (laughs) I'm like,
2: okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And
0: not long after I did this, like, you know, I, I contacted these 20 guys, and probably three or four hours after I finally finished contacting them all, and they started... Kind of conversing with me back and forth my boss who is the like the ministry strategist for the the country told us hey guys just so you know i needed to make sure you understood uh you don't you you shouldn't directly contact the superintendents uh the 20 superintendents and i'm like uh what <laughs> and so i just realized wow. that the past couple of days as i had been like you know preparing things and then finally contacting them all uh, they actually didn 't want me to do that. They wanted me to work through our ministry strategist and kind of work directly with the the superintendents that way. So I immediately contacted my ministry strategist, you know my kind of like my boss our our mentor for for all the national coordinators and was like look so here 's what I did here 's what I told them. Here have been some of their responses and thankfully, he was very 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 forgiving. He was just like hey don 't worry about it." Uh, what you wrote was very clear, concise. You know, if if there's anybody that has any doubts, you just let me know and I'll take care of it. And so the few guys that gave me, you know, gave me a little flack that kind of resisted wanting to choose coordinators, I was able to kind of pass them on to, to the ministry strategist. And he said he'll take care of it. So uh, it really worked out. But it, it got hairy for a little bit. Like I was kind of like, I, I spent a couple hours, just kind of like, not backtracking, but once I found out I wasn't supposed to directly contact these superintendents, I was like walking on eggshells with some of them because I didn't really want to ruffle any feathers. Obviously, I am an American. They are Brazilian. I don't want to come across as like telling them what to do or being like, look, I'm an American. I can, you know, I just, I I wanted to be uh, tactful in, in what I was doing and I wanted to help them understand that I was not trying to tell them what to do you know I was wanting to partner yeah. with them and and make these decisions together so overall it worked out but it it definitely uh made the week interesting for work um other than that in in terms of uh family life my mother and father-in-law uh came from northern brazil they had been there for the past month and a half doing some ministry uh there and they they returned on friday and they've been with us over the weekend and uh they're headed back out tomorrow to the us for a few months and then I think they'll be returning again uh to continue their ministry up in the northeastern part of Brazil. Uh and so that's been a good time for us to catch up with them, find out what's been going on. My my kids of course uh love their grandparents not just because of uh the fact that they're family, but because of course my my in-laws spoil them to death. Uh they bought my son a bike. Uh they they every chance they get they're Typical grandparents, whatever we say is against the rules. Uh, every other time they're like, oh, it's okay. Just one more chocolate or one more of this, one more of that. <laughs> they're like, you know what? We were parents once and we had all our rules and stuff, but we're grandparents now. So, uh, you know, we're just going to, we're sometimes going to do what we're going to do. And I'm like, it's cool. You, you've earned the right and you don't get to see them, you know, that much. So uh, that's been a good time with them. Um, with my wife, I got to have a date night. We went out to Outback and uh unfortunately i was not able to try that marshmallow and strawberry hamburger it was already gone but let me tell you i was ready to check it out so that i what a bummer. so that i could give my i wanted to give my review on the the podcast but instead i suffered and i got ribs and they were good and i got <laughs> oh no I oh got ribs. no got ribs. Oh, bleeding hearts. Yeah, I got that that mac and cheese. I'd never <laughs> had their mac and cheese there. They they got a li- that's got a little bit of a kick to it. It's good. Now, one thing, good stuff. Now, one thing that wasn't good, I didn't know it had a kick to it and neither did my wife, and she's mildly allergic to paprika and other spicy things. <laughs> and so, I, I gave her a bite first. And she was like, "Mm," and then she's <laughs> like, "Oh, what?" Ugh, ugh. She started clearing her throat like what? what's in this and I'm like I don't know it's mac and cheese and so I took a bite and I was like oh that's got a little spice to it I'm sorry so she drank like most of her water uh just to recover from that uh but uh it was a it was a nice date night we had a good time together and uh other than beyond the the date night uh did a little bit of gaming this past week maybe a lot of bit of gaming I've continued in Fallout 76 I've been continuing exploring that digital West Virginia uh have you guys ever played a Fallout game before? I've mentioned it a couple times but I'm I not know. sure. So, I have attempted to. What'd you say, Mark?
2: I said I have attempted to. Oh, but it just wasn't my thing.
0: I got gotcha. you. I I can I can see that. It's uh it can be, you know, like it it can be tough sometimes and for multiple different reasons, but uh for me, I don't know what it is about Fallout it's the same thing with Skyrim. Most of Bethesda's games, they just they speak to me, and I just I get lost in their worlds, and I find myself like, I'm spending hours like doing the most mundane tasks that, when I explain them, are so boring, like modifying weapons, uh, exploring uh, a house and picking up every single item in the house: cans, paper pieces of trash and then you use it to recycle it quote unquote and use it to build things and material it, it it really is not that exciting of a game it doesn't sound like it no and what's funny is some of the older games you couldn't even do that back in the day it was much more limiting but but i just i just enjoy it but with the game when you start so what
1: do out you do with that those cans so and paper
0: uh, you you use it pretty much to modify your weapons. Sometimes you have to repair your weapons or your armor because it'll break. Uh, you can build your own. Forts so you repair and, your
1: armor with paper.
0: Yeah, that's that's how it's going to be in the apocalypse, <laughs> my friend. When <laughs> when the atomic bombs go off, when the zombies come, when the outbreak happens, I got level
1: four paper mache armor.
0: That is correct, and uh, you'll probably die first. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
1: But no, with that game,
0: like you know when you start out, you're almost just running around it's not literally like this, but you're running around naked. Like you're so defenseless. You're not actually naked. But uh Oh, okay yeah, good. <laughs> it's not that kind of game. But you're running around and you're very weak. Like it feels like you can die very easily. I was very fortunate to have uh our buddy Sheldor Jonathan, um, who was who was with me a lot of the way. Uh and he and uh King helped me out a lot those first you know, five, 10 levels, but most of the time I've been playing by myself and it's gotten pretty uh, difficult at times. But this past week I finally did a mission where I could get power armor. Now power armor is kind of like a mixture between like, it's, it's pretty much just this large suit that is like, it's not robot armor, but it just makes you very tough to kill. And uh, it makes you look pretty cool. And, uh, it gives you the armor you need to fight some of the bigger bad guys and that kind of stuff. But I finally got a set of that through a mission that I went with Sheldor, uh, on, he's a much higher level. He's like level 70. I'm level 15, uh, 16. Um, but with, when he went with me on this level, on this mission, when I got to the end, I got the power armor and it, for whatever reason, it paid more attention to his level than my level. So the armor was level 45.
1: Were you able to put it on
2: Ooh.
0: no, because oh, I, no. I was level sixteen, and I didn't realize that him being in my party would affect the level of my reward, like I got it as a reward, the power armor. you're supposed to get it in the story because the missions after that get harder, and you need the power armor for protection, and Uh-oh. so I get this power armor, and all of it like if it's not highlighted, it means you can't use it yet it means you're and all none of it was highlighted, and I was like Sheldor. I just got power armor that I can't use for another 30 levels. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Can so, you break that down?
0: Uh, I mean, you can, but you get little to nothing for it. Like, you get a few scraps of steel and, like, things you can use. But it actually, when I hit level 45, it'll be useful. So I put it in my stash. And for the next three or four hours over the next couple days, I just I looked up on YouTube and on Google, I googled locations that, that spawn... Uh, power armor and I proceeded to loop through those five or six locations until I got a full set of power armor because I there was no way I could go to the next mission and survive uh, oh and so I had to use up the next three or four hours to it just I sabotaged myself by having Sheldor help me but once I did that once I got the power armor I was able to take down some big guys like Deathclaw's I know you guys haven't played the game, but for those that have, have played the game, Death Claws are some of the worst bad guys you can fight. Uh, I had a real fun time. I posted a video this past week fighting a Death Claw where I used the... Uh, the things are huge, and they throw rocks at you. They 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 melee attack you like pretty hardcore. But I was able to get between one and uh, and uh, like a median concrete wall like you'd find on a road. And these Death Claws are not able to jump. So when you get on the other side they won't climb over this short concrete wall. They have to go around it. And so when it would go around, I would jump to the other side of the concrete wall and shoot at it, and it would get confused and then go and walk around this wall to the other side. And by the time it walked around, I jumped to back to the side I was on before. And I proceeded to do this for the next five minutes until I killed it. And so I completely outsmarted Deathclaw. It made me feel special because I did it all by myself. I was a big boy in Fallout, and it was fun.
2: Nice. Uh, Mommy, wow.
0: Dun, 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 dun. I <laughs> killed a death claw now. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, beyond that, uh, my new best friend in gaming, or my new additional best friend in gaming, Super Chad Freaking Fackler, he bought me Overwatch out of the blue, just like Patrick did with Fallout 76. Uh, it happened after, I guess, he re- listened to the most recent podcast or last week's podcast, uh, episode 25 during our mega mega updates during that time. I mentioned how I wanted to get into multiplayer in March and that someday I was going to play overwatch with our community and the MTD, mttG community as well, since it has already felt like 99% of every other person on this earth has played that game. Uh, and then he sent me a message on Wednesday Wednesday saying that he wanted to gift me some PSN credit to get overwatch cause it was on sale. And I was like, are you serious dude? And he was like, I'm serious dude. And, uh, and so he he bought it for me, and uh, I was i just I'm humbled by his generosity by uh, by doing that for me. And so in the month of February, I got two free games from two brothers in Christ, brothers in gaming, Patrick and Chad Fackler. Thank you so much. And I want to add on the side to this that at no time in the times that I was mentioning that I wanted to play these games was I trying to insinuate that I wanted anyone to buy this. So know that in the future there's no pressure for anyone to buy me anything. <laughs> I'm very humbled by it, but please don't don't ever feel obligated to buy this poor little missionary video games. Uh, but I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate the the help. That was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So I appreciate it. So I got to good finally, you, Chad. Yeah, Chad. I finally got to break that out on Friday. I did the tutorial, did some skirmishes, got the feel for the gameplay, the characters, all that good stuff. Uh, and then on Saturday. My bro, Jared Orr, said, hey, man, let's play some Overwatch. And then eventually, uh, our MTTG and foot-in-the-door brother, Ed Placencia, joined me to play some Overwatch. One, it was so great to finally chat with Ed. Uh, I think the only other time I've talked to him, like with voices, not on Twitch where I type and he talks, uh, was at 300. I think he, I talked to him for like... 10 seconds when the phone was getting passed around, uh, but it was great to finally talk with him, and of course to, to talk with Jared Orr, I played Anthem with him when that was a, a demo um, but beyond that, with Overwatch, while I was playing with those guys, a light flip switched wait, a light what? switch a light switch flipped? How does that work? A light flip switched? I don't I know how that to flip the works. switch on that Wait, do you, do you switch the flip or flip the switch? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's got to be your bull. Yes. I don't remember. Anyways, a light switch in my get head. A, get a A light switch in my <laughs> head flipped, and I am all in on Overwatch. Uh, yes. I am like, I've been thinking about it. and w- Since Saturday, I haven't been able to play, so I've been like jonesing to play some Overwatch. Um, the array of characters, the abilities you have, the more arcade feel of the gunplay and mechanics and the matches, uh, I love it. Uh, there were actually a few rounds and a few matches we did where I held my own. And I felt, like, <laughs> I felt like this noob because I was just like talking to Jared. I'm like, Jared, I'm winning. I'm, I'm killing people. And so, oh, wait, I'm dead. Never mind. <laughs> and like that's – that. <laughs> I went on that loop for a while where I would do really good and then I'd do really terrible. Um, and especially okay, – just ride the wave. Yeah, just I'm, just, the wave. I'm just riding the wave. Uh, it was just such a good time. <laughs> and I'm not going to s- commit to it, but right now I'm feeling so good about the game that I'm really considering getting the plat for it. Like to keep it in mind Ooh, and to maybe whoa. get that someday. But we'll see. I don't know. I've looked through some of the trophies and I'm like, oh, geez. Some of those trophies are ridiculous. You're going to uh, have to play
1: that like every day for the next two years to get that. <laughs>
0: Okay, maybe yep. maybe not then. <laughs> well, that was so, fun, guys. Never going to play that again. So, no, but uh, I'm really looking forward to, I think even more now, especially talking to you guys, I'm looking forward to playing with Patrick and Mark because I know you guys have played and played that game. So we definitely need to play some Overwatch. And maybe even Ronnie could just accidentally buy himself a PS4, you know, since he has money to throw around for fuses and all this you know, work to be done on a hot tub. You might as well just buy yourself a PS4. Wink, wink. And just uh, win a just win a couple more volleyball tournaments. There you go.
3: Doesn't it seem like the wrong time to buy the game? <laughs> Come on, since just had to pay one hundred and eighty dollars. You're living that it's bachelor, the right time.
0: You're living that bachelor life. The wrong l- time. Lots of people have both systems. You can <laughs> you can
2: do it.
3: <laughs> it's Sonos, man. <laughs>
2: oh, jeez. Anyways, so, so Lucas. I know you've only played like a few times, but is there a particular character that you feel yourself gravitating towards? One that you could call your main?
0: That's a great question. I think I have. I already have two characters that I like in particular. One character kind of feels like my fallback when I'm frustrated, and I'm like, because some of these characters, their moves are complicated to remember, complicated to re- use in the right moment. Uh, yeah. But the character that I really like that kind of feels like a good fallback is Bastion. Uh he's nice. he's got the okay. he's got the turret, he's got a higher level of uh HP and and I know that he's kind of a target. I've heard Patrick mention that he's can be kind of a target when when people see Bastion they go right at him cuz they know he's pretty tough. Uh but his move set is just so simple. He's got the three forms. He he just controls easily. I like him. But the one that I really like is the one is is it a Arissa, or Orissa? Is, is uh-huh. that Orisa, the is yeah. that the large robot uh, mm-hmm. doll face looking one that
1: that can throw down a shield?
0: Yes, throw down and throws down that green orb that sucks people, disrupts their attack. Yeah, yeah. I I actually liked her. That was the one that I kind of felt like out of the. I probably used half of the characters. I just started at the very beginning of the tanks and just started working my way to the right every okay. every round I played, and so out of all of those, I. I uh I enjoyed her the most the most just cuz I felt like she was a good mix of offense, tank and uh, also like interruption, not so much of a defense but kind of like a way to interrupt people when they're doing their attacks and such. So,
2: nice. Awesome. Yeah.
0: With that being said, that's all I have in in the terms in the terms. In terms of updates, I think it's time we jumped into our topic, fellas. Let's do it. All righty, then. Here we are. Topic of the day. We are talking about pet peeves. Pet peeves. This is actually a continuation from our uncomfortable slash would you rather episode number 19 about six episodes ago. Also, this was a suggestion by Travis Popsicle. But I think originally, this topic was in the making and inspired by Ronnie's bathroom talk during episode 15. All those many moons ago. (laughs) Uh, when we had our first randomness and our first four-part topic discussion episode 15. Uh, And for me personally, there's a podcast that I listen to called uh, Things Joe Hates. I don't like the word hate, but in the times that I've listened to a few episodes of that show, Things Joe Hates, it's pretty much a show about pet peeves. And he covers an array of topics, if you've ever listened to it. If you haven't, I recommend it. They're like 20-minute podcast episodes. So they're kind of handy when you just want to listen to something short and sweet and to the point. But uh, guys, let's get into our pet peeves. I figure we can kind of do a ri- round robin, uh, just kind of work our ways ar- work our way around. Uh, we have a variety of pet peeves from the audience, and I'm sure you guys brought some some top three, top five, 20 honorable mentions. Uh, 15.5. So let's just jump into it, and then whatever kind of jumps out, You know, and you want to comment on, feel free to do so. So, who wants to lead the way with their pet peeves?
2: I will step in. Do it. And go first.
0: Give us a pet peeve, Mark. What drives you crazy? What makes your blood boil?
2: So. Besides when people
0: interrupt you while you're talking.
2: Well, I wasn't going to talk about that. Spoilers. You know. (laughs) And that's when you put the spoiler alert in there. (laughs) Um, No, I am. The stereotypical, if you will, grammar Nazi. Uh, I am all about, I am all about the spelling and grammar and punctuation, and all that type of stuff. And if somebody spells it wrong or puts something in the wrong place, you know, I silently grieve for that person, um, and and edit the thing in my mind. Um, <laughs> so you don't
0: yeah. you don't say it out loud. You just burn with rage, and then you. Just be like, okay. So, what
1: What really gets, is it, is it like the, yeah. the the words like there, there, and there, there or?
2: Is yeah, it, that's a bad one. That's how, a bad one for how sure. How about
0: irregardless? I love that word. <laughs> that's not even a word. <laughs> Tec-
2: technically, that is a word. Really? But it is not commonly used. Yes. Irregardless? It, it, yes, it is a word. Fake news. Yeah, I think that's fake news. <laughs> go to the Google, look it up.
0: Go
1: the, go yeah, the, the internet Google. is truth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Everything, Everything they the say. Google
2: machine. No, here's the one that drives me nuts the most. Um, the apostrophe, when using it in the form of like, for example, uh, you know, the Swishers or the the Nova cells or whatever. A lot of times I've seen it where they use apostrophe s. So like Novacell apostrophe s. That is not correct. Uh, the only time that you use that is to show possession, not plural, mm. possession. So <laughs> um that drives me nuts every time I see that. So it's like the Novacells what? What what are we talking about? What what belongs to them? So that 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 kind of thing drives me nuts. But yeah, spelling as well. I was a big, big into spelling. Um, so anytime somebody needs to spell something, they ask me. Um, but that kind of stuff kind of grates on my nerves. But I try not to, you know, call people out on it so much because that's rude, and you know, people think horribly of you. But man, I'm gonna name this.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna name this title. Uh, episode twenty six pet peeves, and I'm going to throw an A in there.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to throw an apostrophe in there. Pet peeves, pet peeves with an apostrophe, apostrophe S. S. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What what belongs to the pet peeves? What, what? Please, Patrick. What are we talking? About? I will pay you one dollar to do that. <laughs> pet peeves apostrophe S. That would be awesome. <laughs> You know what Mark, it's funny you bring that up because my best friend in high school who's still my best friend to this day, Tom, in in high school and college and just from time to time I love to correct his grammatical mistakes. He's not as bad at, at it now because he's he's kind of, you know, he's gotten older, he's learned and those habits die thankfully for some people. Uh, but man, I remember growing up anytime I really wanted to make his blood boil. Uh, he would usually, when he got mad, he his grammar would get worse. So instead of like addressing what he's mad about, I would just say, uh, "You're not supposed to say it <laughs> that way." Uh, it's actually Y O U apostrophe R E or just something like that. Uh, and and
3: was this in conversation? No. The,
0: or in text well, message? this was in text message conversation. So when I say conversation, did they have cell was,
3: phones when you went to high school?
0: No, we had instant messenger. On AOL. <laughs> well, it wasn't even Instant Messenger that time. We had AOL, and we would chat on there. So, yes, Boom. we definitely did not have cell phones when I was in high school. Thanks for bringing that up, Ronnie. You're old. Speaking of pet remember, peeves, when people remind MSN me how Messenger? old I am, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you say, Patrick?
1: Do you remember MSN Messenger?
0: Oh yeah, I definitely used that too.
2: I try to forget it.
0: Yeah, it was no good.
2: But yeah, that's that's. Probably one of my biggest pet peeves is, is just grammar and spelling. Gotcha.
0: So. Patrick, how about you, buddy? Throw at us a pet peeve.
1: All right. So when I when I, I uh, knew we were going to be talking about pet peeves, I immediately thought about work because there's a thousand different things uh, oh, man, that people at work. Um, and one of the biggest things is I don't know uh, what the real elevator etiquette is, but it is not – standing in front of the elevator door when you press a button. When you press a button, when you're going up or down, you like stand back because you never know who's going to be getting off the elevator on that floor. That's true. So do not stand in front of the elevator door when you're going to get on. There should be a pause. Because it's like if if they come on the elevator while I'm on the elevator and I'm trying to get off, it's like, uh, no, I have the right of way. That's true. true.
0: Right? True story.
2: I did not see the owner's manual on, on <laughs> elevator. You are one of those guys. they <laughs> are a monster.
0: <laughs> or when they're on the elevator and it opens and they don't look behind them to see and they block the whole exit. Like they block I mean, the whole doorway and they don't look to see who needs to leave. Like I've, I've been in an elevator and be like, uh, excuse me. We have people back here that need to leave, and they're like blocking the whole exit to the elevator. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, it's like look around.
0: Come on, it's not just I you in here, buddy.
2: I'm not a complete menace to where like I'm like right yeah, in front menace, of the elevator.
1: Elevator menace.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to
2: time the door. Sprint. Sprint. Marcy the enter menace him next week. Yeah, I'm twiddling my mustache. Yeah, um. <laughs> mustache twiddling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like stand right in front of the elevator door. Obviously, I give some distance to let people off. I guess he doesn't breathe on the door. <laughs> <laughs> let me in.
3: Let me in. Dang it. Let me in. No, Patrick, I have literally had somebody get onto the elevator before I could get off. Like, because like people refuse. Like, <laughs> even <laughs> once they're like, "Oh, there's people there." It's like, nope. They just keep getting onto the elevator. It's like, can I just get off of here before you get on? <laughs>
1: I know it's especially hard when there's multiple people in the elevator. It's like you're, they're trying to get on. and They're gonna stand. Like they turn around and they stand in front of the elevator door. Like, oh, there's no one else getting off. Like they're oblivious to <laughs> to everything. I think you need to set.
0: Then you got to
3: do that shuffling thing where you're like shuffling through a large crowd sideways, like oh, just yeah. trying to like sneak out the elevator.
0: I think you need to set a different standard in your work elevators, and you need to be the aggressor and be like, whoa. You need to step off. Get off the elevator. Let me off, and then you can get on the elevator. You need to... It's
1: worse when they say hi to you first. It's like, uh, no, get off. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hey, Patrick, no. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Get off the elevator. I'll tell you. <laughs> and then you make sure the door closes so let they me, can't catch Let me elevator. learn you something.
3: Oh, jeez. Meet me on the parking lot, sir. <laughs>
0: Ronnie, how about you, man?
3: All right, so I'll stick with the work one. And mine is so our office, our office has a uh, like four-level parking garage that we can all park on. And people absolutely fly through there like Tokyo drift style. There you go. <laughs> all right. And people are just like like I mean it's like Man, realistically, you should be going maybe 10 miles an hour in this parking lot. I'm pretty sure people are hitting like 40 and 50 miles an hour. Jeez. Like coming down the ramp. It is scary. And it's like I always want to like fake jump out in front. Like act like I'm going to jump out in front of these people just so they have to lock their brakes up and like let them know, hey, yeah, you're you're in a parking <laughs> or they lock garage. Their
1: brakes off, they turn their wheel and then run into other parked
3: cars. <laughs> Jesus Exactly you guys, right. please, please do that. Do you
2: guys know <laughs> Vin Diesel was at work today? What was What's going on? Yeah.
3: I'm going to get a sign and I'm going to put it in the parking garage. It's going to say, you're not Paul Walker. Slow down.
4: <laughs>
3: oh. Oh. It's been
4: a long
2: time. Day.
3: What the? Uh, oh,
0: right. It's been a long day. I always want to say it's been a long time. <laughs> I always screw that up.
2: It's okay. It's all good.
0: Uh, for me... I was inspired when we first started thinking about pet peeves and doing this topic. I was immediately drawn to Ronnie's original discussion about bathroom, et- bathroom etiquette. And actually, I want to say that it wasn't long after he brought up bathroom etiquette uh back in episode 15 that i encountered some things that very week or the week after and i was like man <laughs> i've got to talk about this on the podcast the next time we talk about pet yes. peeves and bathroom and advocate. here we are so let me lay it out for you <laughs> when you go to a bathroom when you go to a bathroom and is this
3: a room where you can actually take baths or just sorry to go to the restroom when you
0: go to a public restroom Yes, you're right. There is a differentiate. We really shouldn't call we really shouldn't call public bathrooms bathrooms, because there's no bathing what are you talking about? that occurs in these and if the there bathtubs is, are on the walls. If there is all <laughs> oh, gross gross.
3: That's where the homeless people wash their face. If there is
0: bathing, the equipment is not working correctly. Which brings up one of my pet peeves is when they do oh, not calibrate goodness. the pressure of the sinks. And you turn the handle and it proceeds to spray a gallon of water all over your body.
4: <laughs> not a, well, actually,
0: usually it's not all over your body. It's in the lower half of your body. And so it looks like you've peed your pants. It just it gets me every time. Like I'm just like, "Why?" Just put a warning like if you turn this up, it will spray you with water. That's one of the things. But it's just the overall like when things don't work the way they're supposed to. Like I can't stand when I enter in a bathroom, dang it, public restroom and <laughs> All of the equipment is sensor-driven, like the the oh, faucet, yeah. the towel dispenser, the ba- uh, the toilets, and it doesn't work right. Like if it's not going to work right, you need to give me a manual option. But when it's all automated, and you get to the toilet and you're like sitting there, and all of a sudden it flushes while you're still sitting there, and you get water all over yourself. When you go to the sink. And there's like one little spot where the sensor actually works to give you water. And all the other places, you're like moving your hands around like a magician, but you're not doing any magic. <laughs> there's like no magic <laughs> happening. I just want to wash my hands. And then you'd go to the soap dispenser and it, you're like waving your hand around and it gives you this little drop. And so you, But it, you have to take your hand out. To reinitiate the sensor it's and then put enough. it back in to get it to give you more. So you're sitting there, like bringing your arm back really far, bringing it in, bringing it far back, just to get enough soap
2: to make your hands. I clean. would love, I would love to walk in right behind you and just be like, "What you doing, David Blaine?" <laughs> yeah, like here I am, like watch me Appear do this now. magic track. Here comes the water,
0: go. And it, yeah, I'm the worst magician ever in those kind of bathrooms. But I it can just imagine it drives me crazy oh, no I was, no, go ahead, tell me what you imagine in a public restroom. I
2: just, just imagine it 'd be dead silent, and you in a restroom, and all of a sudden hearing you scream out, 40 psi! can you people not get this concept <laughs> <laughs>
0: it 's really like that it 's awful, but yeah, when, all the, when the equipment just doesn 't work the way it 's supposed to, uh, and when the, you know i just I could probably go on, but. But those are the worst things. Now, one thing that is very unique to Brazil, I think it's actually unique to every country outside of the U.S., but there are some places where they cut so many corners on the space that in order to get into a, a restroom stall, you have to straddle the toilet in order to open and close the door. I don't know if you've ever oh experienced gosh. this in the U.S., but this no, is no. very common in the U.S., and it, is, it, it, it infuriates me because I have to straddle a public toilet in order to open and close the door, it is not acceptable. So
1: that's way too small.
0: That is way too small. I think I've
3: been in—I've I've been in like public restrooms where it's like a pretty tight, like you know, you're kind of backed up to the toilet, but never one where I actually had to straddle the toilet yeah. to open the door.
0: I, I've been if, to too many bathrooms here like that.
3: If if getting into the stall
2: looks like a scene from Mission Impossible, then <laughs> you've got a problem. Yes.
0: Well, I have a variety of problems here in Brazil, so it's good times. Uh, to kind of share some of our community's pet peeves, we're going to jump right in. Our very own mother of three, Melanie Novosil, had this to say.
3: Mel. Hey, Mel. Wouldn't it be awesome if she just wrote Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: she does, she does mention Patrick in this uh, little message. Uh, make, so. make something up. Nope, make, make something up. <laughs> nope, not going to make true. it up. She <laughs> said, uh, she had this to say on Facebook, people who are constantly late when I have to wait on them and tapping noises or really annoying noises of any kind, I have three children, she says in parentheses. <laughs> oh, okay. She says three? No, no she no. didn't say three. I added the three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, uh, have you guys ever gotten here? Are you, are you guys the, the late people or are you guys usually the people waiting on others?
1: Now, uh, I, I, I try to be on time. But if I if I'm not, if I'm late it's like a minute or two, um, fair enough. Or or if if I'm if I'm late it's there's a there's a like a big reason for it. Um, I try to be I try to be on time, but yeah I get it. Like if if you say, hey I'm gonna be there at eight o'clock, and someone doesn't show up until eight thirty, then I get kind
3: of annoyed. Yeah, that's a problem. Lucas. I don't know. That can be really annoying. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I've n- I've never shown up at 8.30 for a
2: podcast. Or
3: worse, that person could say that they're five minutes away. And in reality, it's like 20. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Quote, unquote, Lucas. internet issues. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> I have no defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say because of that, because I am often late for our podcast recordings and just in life in general, I have a, I'm have ai like from a family of late people. I am very understanding for those who are late. Uh, I will push people and try to encourage people to get going, but when it push comes to shove, I'm just going to wait for you. And when you get there and we get where we're going, we'll get there when we're going there, whatever, you know? So I just...
3: I, I, I feel like I'm perpetually late also. <laughs> yeah.
0: So... But I appreciate your guys' patience, even if you don't really mean it, and on the inside you wanna rip or hurt me. Rip my face off. Rip you? <laughs> rip you. <laughs> I started to say it rip and I was like, what am I gonna say that doesn't sound awful? Rip my face off. Rip you off. in <laughs> half, <laughs> like
3: incredible
0: host style. Like? Like? <laughs> Mortal combat. You're late. I
2: will tear you into You're
0: late. Finish him. <laughs> Uh, Zach Auld said, chewing with your mouth open, a dirty house, an unorganized desk, and so many more. I see a theme there. Pretty much uncleanliness, grossness. Uh, Zach, my son right now, is going through a phase where he is just like, when he eats, re- oh. regardless of the consistency of what he's eating. I think he drinks some juice and then he just decides to chew it anyways. Uh, it's,
3: <laughs> Cow
2: chewing it's, cud.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much what he sounds like. So Zach, you would not like my son right now.
3: Mm-mm-mm. So I think I agree with all of those that he had. Like I don't like like a dirty house or like a messy desk, and people like chewing with their mouth open. Like if you're trying to carry on a conversation with somebody and they are chewing with their mouth wide open, <laughs> I feel like it's impossible to continue.
1: Oh, it's the worst when uh, you, there's, like, I'm thinking about work and someone is running a meeting and they have gum in their mouth. No. <laughs> yeah. Throw your gum away. You are running this meeting.
3: It's taken away from the message. Quit it.
1: That is,
0: that is definitely the worst. Uh, So, round two, what else do you guys have for pet peeves? Mark, do you want to continue? All right. With so, your next
2: pet peeve? I... I say this with full disclosure that I am guilty of this pet peeve. Pet peeve. I, have, I have done this before, but I generally do not like to do it, and I don't like when other people do it. Um, when you're in a store and you decide that you're not getting a particular item, and you don't put it back <laughs> where it F originally. Oh was. man! <laughs> yeah,
0: <sighs> I've done that a couple times.
2: That drives me. That drives me nuts. And sadly, I have done it myself. So full disclosure. You guys but, should be ashamed of yourselves, Mark. Yeah. Tisk yeah. tisk. I'm ashamed of myself, but as a general rule, I, I do not like it. And and a lot of times, like. Kristen and some other friends of mine, like they know it bothers me, and so they do it on purpose. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, good friends. Good yeah. wife. Yeah. Good friends. What <laughs> love? <laughs> and they're like, they're like giggling at me the entire time they're doing it. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: now, to me, it's the worst but, when it has like when it's an item that has nothing to do with the section it's in. So, like, oh, for sure. If it's like a like a a thing of like. I don't know, frozen like something frozen with the hairspray, <laughs> yeah, or like <laughs> frozen meat, and someone's like put it in uh, the men's shopping wear or like menswear or something like that.
2: So you, I was in never Walmart, seen that, Patrick. Other- <laughs> 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 Putting the prime rib where you get your collared shirt. What's this frozen? What's this frozen right
0: chicken? Are you? <laughs> what's this frozen chicken doing with the Wrangler jeans? This is weird. <laughs>
2: It all makes sense now. That's perfect. No. Actually, I need some steak for my jeans. <laughs> no, the other day the other day I was in Walmart and I, I happened to be in the candy aisle and the middle section had like one of those uh, racks that had like Skittles and stuff on it. Like those huge family packs of Skittles. And I look in the in the in the box there or whatever and you open the box? Well, I didn't open the box, my bad. The rack. The rack that it was on. <laughs> he's, um, back, he's backpedaling, folks. He's backpedaling. <laughs> so I looked inside the box, and I noticed that there was something not... That shouldn't have been there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I looked at the rack, and I noticed that right next to the bags of Skittles was a two-pack of DayQuil and NyQuil. And and so I took a picture of it and sent it to my wife, and I said, decisions were made. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, generally, like, I I, I don't like the fact that, like, especially me being coming from a, a custodial background where you're cleaning up after people. Like, I just think about that, like, somebody has to take that and put it back to where it's supposed to go. So why are you creating more trouble for them by doing that? So, and again, full disclosure, done it myself. Not proud of it. Fair enough. I think it's the but, same
3: thing about putting the carts back like in the corrals or just leaving them right in the parking spot. Oh, yep. yeah. That drives me crazy.
0: That drives me crazy. I will. I actually, I'm not guilty of that. I know that every time I've seen that, I've tried to return the carts. That is, that is the worst.
2: I That's like horrible on multiple carts. fronts.
0: I've had people let go of their carts and it hit my car in the Mm-mm. parking lot. Mm-mm. And it took everything within me not to.
1: It was probably their parents throwing their cart at you because you, you hit their kid.
3: <laughs> oh, I, So I have a serious question on the matter. And the question is, when you guys get like a full grocery cart, do you still get a running start and ride it through the parking lot?
2: On occasion. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is correct.
3: That, is, that has never left. I still do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's even more fun now because my kids love it and my wife oh, yeah. does not. Because <laughs> <rolled Verizon>. yeah. <laughs> five seconds later, I look over and my son's like, dad, look. And he like runs into an aisle or runs into something, runs into I strategically everything. pack my
3: cart so that it's good for riding on the way out. Make sure I put the heavy stuff in the front.
0: Oh, uh, How bad is it when you get, go to a grocery store and they have carts that don't have a place to put your feet so you can ride the cart? That's a sad day That's a sad day I immediately want to leave that establishment And be like no sir I'm not returning
1: You don't have the proper
0: carts Yep (laughs) Patrick what's the next pet peeve you have
1: All right, next pet peeve Is talking In the movie theater Mm. Now When when the movie is starting Don't talk when, When the trailers are going If people are talking uh, I kind of it's like a little gray area. Yeah. At that point, um, but once the movie starts, like, don't don't talk. You know, there's there's people you know that if they need to whisper about a scene to someone else, okay. But if you're if you're like talking at a normal audible level, uh, you should not be doing that. Yeah. Ever.
0: Amen. Um, Amen.
1: There's th- there the one one time that 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 really sticks out to my mind is if it's a funny movie and you're laughing then you laugh and it's fine you know everyone laughs you know that's the time where um it's okay to be loud in a movie theater right uh but there was there was one movie that i had watched back when i was in high school um and there was a lady right behind me and after every time that it was <laughs> if she would have laughed i would have been okay but every time there was a funny part she would wait for everyone to be done laughing and then say that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what in the world?
2: She's just bringing it home. That's that's all that <laughs> was.
1: Comedy, little 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 <laughs> joke. Everyone laughs, and then everyone's quiet, and then says, "That's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> oh, so
2: man, geez. for for those unable to see at home, I'm currently putting my hand up so that Patrick can slap it because I am guilty of this. Oh, uh, Marcus. Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes, like when I'm around my friends and stuff, I, I get a little uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 with the movies. Oh, jeez. Yeah, where we'll, like, poke fun at the movie. Uh, and then my wife generally is the one that tells me to shut up. Um,
1: oh, this th- this podcast is definitely
2: going to be called Pet Peeves. <laughs> <pop through. laughs> and, yes. Yes. And, Speaking speaking of movies and my wife, um, I, I, I'll touch on that subject later, but I have an honorable <laughs> mention from her.
0: Fair enough. Ronnie, what do you got, buddy?
3: I can't believe you, Mark. I cannot believe you're one of those people that talk during movies. It's not all the time. It's just when I'm around
2: friends that I haven't seen in a while, and we're just laughing it up and kind of stuff, and we're just like in the mood for it. Eventually, we calm down, but...
3: You yeah. chatty Cathys are despicable. They, yeah, they
0: are. Patrick, I did want to ask real quick. Does that? How does that affect home movie watching? What is your tolerance uh, level well, of it's, talking?
1: It's different uh, because you have the ability to pause and rewind. Um, yeah, it's, it's it gets gets frustrating. But I mean, I have two kids, and if we're watching a movie and they want to talk, I mean, like, I can't stop that. You're like in so the, You're like the in, ability to pause and rewind is fine. You're right? like in the
0: elevator, and you just look at them. And you're like no.
1: Just watch the movie. Watch
0: the movie. I will say that... What I, happens in the end?
1: I don't know. watch the Oh, movie. that's
0: the worst. If my kids are talking and then my daughter's like, what happened? And I'm like, you should have watched
1: the movie.
0: <laughs> but I I, I also do not like that. Especially, it's one thing to make comments and talk like Mark talked about, like Mystery Science Theater 3000. But I've there's been a couple occasions where I've watched movies, like serious movies. I remember one time watching The Passion of the Christ with a, a group of young people and there was a couple that weren't dating but they were a thing and they the at least the first half of the movie they were like whispering back and forth to each other during the movie oh that's oh. and i just that's wanted awful. to be like, i wanted to pause it and to be awful. like listen here this is not the time to whisper this is the time to pay <laughs> attention to the passion of the
1: curse. no so was the was the whispering like you couldn't hear the whispering, or no? Did, or did you, you hear, could hear it? it. <sharp inhale> yeah,
0: I could hear it. So I had to look over at them, and I could hear them. <sharp inhale> oh, it was. Mm, I did not. No, I did. I you. did not like that. So I'm with you. All right, Ronnie. What else you got for us?
3: <clears throat> all right. So one of my pet peeves here at my house is all the coupon newspapers that I get throughout the week. I feel like I get bombarded with these.
0: Oh yeah
3: they're so annoying. And I never use coupons. Like I'm never going to go through this entire book and look for coupons that I would use. Like I feel like I have to throw them right in the garbage. Mm. It's like you can't really unsubscribe from them because they're just throwing them out at everybody's house.
0: Yeah. That's that's the worst. We have we have that you, here too. I'll
1: tell you what, Ronnie. My wife is a coupon clipper. Right. We 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 use coupons all the time. So if you want to use them, you
3: can just ship them my way. Use the coupons?
1: All the coupons. I mean, am I
3: going to have to pay shipping? Let's bring it to work. (laughs) You work together. Come on. (laughs) Pile up hassle. ship (laughs) the coupons. Such a hassle. (laughs) Such a hassle, this sounds like. Let
2: me put the old stamp on that and send it off.
3: you want the ones that are soaking wet because it rained also? I'm going to put those in like another bag.
1: Put them them right in front of the fireplace, and then I'll take them a day later.
3: There you go. (laughs) No, this has ever happened. Ronnie has a
0: fireplace? <laughs> That's awesome.
3: I do have a fireplace. With a
0: bearskin rug?
3: There is a rug, but it's not a bearskin rug. Oh. It's a zebra right. skin.
0: Nice. I'll accept that. Uh, Ronnie, here in Brazil, um, their, their level of respect for the rainforest and for trees in general is terrible. Just imagine. <laughs> so you get these coupons, right? in like in the newspaper yep. or is it just a, a thing a coupon separate by itself
3: <clears throat> yeah no i don't, so i don't get a regular newspaper okay so but i get like three to four of these different like weekly newspaper deals like
0: so imagine you get these little weekly deals but instead of getting one of each kind you get four of each kind because the the guy or girl who's delivering them wants to get rid of these coupons so badly that they like triple and quadruple up the stacks of coupons they give you that <laughs> is like
3: they're throwing out candy at a parade yeah
0: pretty much except it's use like i don't we don't even get coupons here so here when they go by and put advertisements in your mailbox uh sometimes i will get stacks of five six or seven of these advertisements and it's the same exact thing but i know that these workers that they just want to be finished and so they just shove as much advertisements as they can in my mailbox during uh, voting season they have these voting cards and voting pamphlets and voting information they shove it in your mailbox after just a couple days there's paper like shooting out of your mailbox like like a pi- like <laughs> a piñata that's like that's that's broken at the seams like bursting at the seams it's ridiculous and so i, I feel for you and i also feel the anger in regards to that um, for me, another area that I feel a little bit of rage is in people's behavior in public. Um, whether that's going with the flow of traffic, and this can be walking or driving, uh, but more, most importantly, walking traffic, like walking transit. So how it works is there's this unwritten rule that as on the road, so on the sidewalk, or so in the mall, or so in anywhere you walk, if you're walking, you walk on the right side. And if you're going the opposite direction, you walk on the left side, which is their right side. That is how it works. Or that's how mm-hmm. it should work. When people decide to go all British and they go on the left side walking and they just come at you <laughs> like you're playing chicken out in public, <laughs> I do not like this. And not only is it, does it make me angry when you walk on the wrong side of like the mall, for instance, where there's clearly a right side and a left side. Uh, when you don't when you're walking on my side and you walk like I'm invisible, like you don't even try to move out of the way, but you try to walk through me, that is not Oh yeah. Cool. They put
1: their shoulders wide yeah. and they start walking like you move.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they don't even look at you like they pretend like you don't even exist. That drives me crazy. And in regards to that also, when somebody stops in the middle of like a very like busy walking area to just do something random, to look at their phone, to text someone, and they stand in the middle where everybody's walking back and forth, uh, that drives me crazy because it's like, dude, go to the side, go in an area where there are not people walking, when there are not children and families trying to get by. You're like totally starting up like this congestion and stuff within the area.
1: Yeah. Along the same lines of that is when you, there's like a group of people and they take up the entire walkway oh yeah so there's like you know like there's enough enough room for four people to walk two on each side and then you have one group that's walking one way taking up the entire sidewalk or whatever that's annoying like hey get out of the way the rest of us are trying to walk as well and they're
0: strolling like it's sunday like hey we got a place to be i'm not a stroller like i don't just like to walk and kind of look around i have point a point b point c And once I go to those places, I'm done. I get in my car and go. That's how I do it with my family, with my kids. Uh, I don't like to fool around most of the time. Uh, Just the other day, we were driving down the highway, and a group of like 50 bicyclists on a Sunday, they completely took up a four-lane highway, and they did not allow any cars to get by them. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Speaking of uh, people driving... Car related uh, pet peeves uh, On our discord Tim Pollan posted Actually he commented on Patrick's picture When he asked everyone for uh, Pet peeves And he simply pointed a, did a little emoji f- Finger pointing up at a picture Of a Porsche parking in two parking spots And he said yeah. This is a pet peeve of mine And then he said after that Of course if I owned a Porsche I'd probably park just like that <laughs>
1: I hope he never gets a Porsche. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Along with that, Nerdish67, one of our newer members on the Discord, he said, I'm that guy that would park my vehicle diagonally right next to that car. So pretty much it would get stuck in that spot. Uh, yeah. Nice. People taking up like multiple parking spots definitely uh, is definitely, is, no, no. Is definitely a no-yo. No-yo. <laughs> a no-no. Uh, <laughs> it's a no-yo. It's a no-yo. Tim Pollan also said other pet peeves: dishes in the sink, clutter, people that don't tip, and those very same people being rude to their waitress.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I will agree with uh, the people being rude and not tipping for sure. But dishes in the sink and clutter, I am <laughs> I am definitely guilty of that
2: a lot.
3: Yeah, Oops. I'm right there. I'm not a big fan of clutter either. Like it, it is a serious pet pee- pet peeve of mine. Like I'm the only one that lives in my house, so it is, like, normally very clean. That's good. And if there is, like, a little bit of clutter happening, like, (laughs) it's like a panic cleanup, like, all right, I got to get rid of this. It's like, I got to do this now. I totally get that. Yeah, I totally get that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Travis Popsicle, he had this to say on the Discord. He said, cashiers chewing gum while they ring me out, and then they get mad when I politely tell them to stop. Shaking my head. Fair enough.
1: Mm. I wonder how that conversation goes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Because one... Wait a minute, just try, the
3: cashier is chewing gum? Yeah,
1: like they're ringing
0: you up and they're just like, you know, chewing that gum while they're ringing you up.
1: Uh, while you're ringing me up, like how, how would you tackle that? I don't know. Instead of just saying, stop. <laughs> close,
2: close your mouth.
1: I mean, he
0: said <laughs> do me a favor. he said he politely tell them. So he's like, hey, uh, do you mind stop? Maybe they're like chewing it loudly. I would imagine they're chewing it loudly. I can't imagine they're just like silently chewing gum. Ugh. They're like
1: are they allowed to do that? I mean, they're allowed to chew gum?
0: Apparently. You think
2: about how you think about how loud stores are typically, like that dude would have to be or whatever would have to be pretty chomping pretty loud.
3: Yeah. No, maybe Travis has really good hearing.
2: Maybe he does. It's possible. Maybe. It's Travis
0: possible. Travis. Oh, <laughs> nice. <Awesome. laughs> Travis pups possible
3: yeah i'd like to know how one of those start though uh excuse me ma'am but would you mind shutting your mouth for the rest of this uh transaction please (laughs) Uh, i think
0: i think travis uh if you're listening right now i think the next time this happens you need to have uh, a friend have somebody who's with you get out their camera and film how you approach uh telling these people to politely stop chewing gum because I'm we're all very curious. I have no idea what politely means. So please yeah, sure. uh, please enlighten us. Now, speaking of fair enough, that's how Travis ended what he had to say. Uh Arctic Warlocks, our buddy Matt had this to say. He said, "People use the term when people use the term fair enough. That is his pet peeve. I have coworkers that use it at least 6 times a day like they need to fill a quota." with the other fair enough users. What got me in this kick is when a coworker came by my desk to ask a question, and when I gave my response, he said, fair enough. Don't tell me that you've had enough of my response. You asked the question. For those that know me, I am not long-winded. Using this term means you are in a discussion and a disagreement comes along, so much so that one side is willing to drop the topic because there has been so much back and forth, and it's time to move on and talk about something else.
2: Well, to me, like I get where I certainly get where he's coming from, but I think the way I see it when I hear fair enough. It's like it's kinda like touche. You're right.
1: I guess it really depends on how it's how you say it. The
2: tone. The context and tone, yeah. For sure. Fair
0: enough.
3: (laughs) Yeah, touche, sir.
2: I,
0: (laughs) I will say there there are times when people misuse words or phrases but irregardless you know (laughs) you have to you have to just kind of pay attention to their tone no really i can't think of of any but i know there are things that are overused i know that sometimes i overuse words like there are times when i'm like i know right there was a season in my life when i think i used i know right (laughs) at least at least uh, there was a season i don't think i do it now maybe i do and i'm just oblivious but irregardless, regardless, uh I used to use it a lot. <laughs> and and I remember one day my wife's like, You know you've said that like four times in four minutes. And I'm like, I know, right? So <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
3: know Ron. Can you believe
0: it? I always hate
3: getting oh, that back in like a text message. There. You're like Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like that you're like, I know, right? And it's like Yeah, that's what yeah. I just said. That's what i, <laughs> that's that's what I just right. said.
0: All right. This is the last round go around. So what uh, what honorable mentions? What last pet peeves do you have, Mark? Go ahead.
2: OK, so the real quick honorable mention for my last one is actually one from my wife. um, And it's the fact that, like, you know, you know, around here, we're all big into superhero movies, Marvel movies, DC, all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, that at the end of a lot of or pretty much every Marvel movie and a lot of movies today, there's the after credit spoiler. Or not spoil well, yeah, I guess it is a spoiler. But the after credit scene where something like a little extra special. A little extra special happens. And uh so I don't want people to miss that. And so sometimes I I just want to make sure that I'm not missing it first and foremost. So I look up there's a website that literally says is there an after credit scene or not? And so you know, once I know that there is one. Then a lot of times, because you know, a lot of times at the end of movies, a lot of people still just get up and walk out. Yep they don't they don't stay, and so I don't want them to miss it. And so I, I always yell out, "There's an after credit scene." <laughs> and my wife absolutely hates that that's because hilarious. she doesn't. Oh, man, she See, doesn't.
1: Now that's when you talk in a movie theater. Yeah, is what you tell people there's an after credit. Yeah, that's, like,
2: that's that's saving it's lives. Very helpful. That is saving lives. Oh, yeah. That's important. She she sees that as as unwelcome attention to to us and she doesn't like that which you know I've learned to respect that um, as much as I really want to tell people because uh, I don't want them to miss it but yeah she she absolutely hates it when I do that um, you're doing a public
0: service Mark you need to just find a different way maybe you are. maybe take you're like a people. take a bag of pebbles and when people try to leave just kind of peg them with it. <laughs> just got kind of to throw it and when they look at you be, just shake your head
3: just bring a sign and just like oh, that's, tape it up in the front that's probably that's, that's
2: still the unwelcome
3: attention thing yeah that's true. you just walk away from the sign just just, just just walk through
1: each each row and just tap them on the shoulder like after credits after the movie after credits <laughs> after
2: the movie <laughs> oh jeez okay so yeah um so my last my last pet peeve I'm going to share is when people make scenes in public which is a lot of i guess a lot of what goes along with what you were talking about um lucas with public behavior rude behavior but this is more so like making unwelcome scenes in public like take your private business elsewhere you don't need to be doing this in like a middle the middle of like a walmart or something like yeah. that um like for example um in my uh in my city, there was recently a fight that broke out at a Golden Corral.
3: Oh,
4: Whoa.
2: <laughs> Not surprising. So, like, you just need to step back from the situation for a moment and realize you're about to get into a fight at a Golden Corral. Like, that's that's just pathetic to me. Um, Probably but, over
3: all the good food there.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. Was it that that chocolate waterfall thing or whatever? I don't know, but uh, (laughs) chocolate (laughs) waterfall—that's a
3: thing. It really is a thing. (laughs) Two guys duking it out over that. (laughs) It's my turn at the chocolate waterfall, Daryl. Get back!
2: No, Farrell, it's my turn to
3: get in the chocolate waterfall.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, just like just really public. Scenes, especially ones that are like uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, take your private business and settle it elsewhere.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. I hate like that uncomfortable feeling when there's like a public argument or something going on. Like, it's the worst.
0: Yep. For sure. I have to share a story. I'm going to try to be real quick because I know <laughs> that we've, we, we, we still have some more pet peeves to cover. But there was one Christmas here in Brazil where. Uh, my family and I pulled in. And you know how it is during the holidays. Like Pulling into a parking lot and finding a spot can be really tough. And it was Christmas Eve. So it was our own fault for going to the mall on Christmas Eve. Uh, But we finally found a spot. We were clearly the first ones to see it. Like When we were starting to pull up to the spot, there was nobody around. All of a sudden, while we're pulling up to the spot, an SUV screeches its tires around the corner, starts driving at us, we pull in very quickly cuz we see what's about to happen this this person is trying to take the spot from us we quickly pull in and this woman pulls her suv right behind us by she pulls it right behind I oh, I can't talk right behind us and she begins to scream at us saying all kinds of things from oh since you're not from here apparently we had like we're gringos we're americans we're not from brazil like on our foreheads Uh, Because we were still in the car and she was yelling at us for a good three minutes while we were sitting in the car. Like just saying stuff like, oh, just because you're Americans, you feel like you can do whatever you want. You're not from around here. You think you're better than us. Uh, This was my spot first. Now, I want to give you some more context. She was with her teenage daughter. And her teenage daughter, this entire moment in this entire like public display of anger was like trying to like... Crouched down in the car so nobody could see her. And in my family at this time, I had a two-year-old, a uh, five-year-old, four or five-year-old, and then my wife and myself. So I had a kid that was still like pretty small. I want to say he was actually one-year-old. My son was at the time. This was probably our second or third Christmas in Brazil. And so I have a, I have a son who's in a stroller... And this lady is yelling at us that it was her spot that we should get out of the spot and give her the spot. And she refused to stop yelling. She refused to move her SUV until we moved. And she said she was going to call security. So after, you know, five minutes of this, we finally get out. And my wife gets out and yells back at her, fine, we'll move. Well, right in this moment when my wife says this, the car in front of us pulls out to leave. And we pull our car forward. And, and we pretty much <laughs> look at her and be like, yeah, happy now you get your pretty little spot and we're that much closer to the mall. So, <laughs> And so, but you know what? It would have it, it been a good story if it had stopped there, but this is a great story. We get into the oh, mall no. <laughs> and this lady runs up behind us and immediately goes to security and starts to complain about us in front of everybody in the mall screaming at the top of her lungs that we stole her spot and that we deserve to be fined or kicked out or something crazy. We just, we just kept walking and ignored this crazy lady. It was crazy. Merry Christmas.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. What?
0: So, uh, Patrick, you got any last-minute pet peeves?
1: Uh, I got one, uh, and this happens a ton. And it is when someone asks me a question specifically. It's like, Patrick, what do you think or what do you what what happened in this and and then before I can answer, someone else answers for me.
4: <laughs>
1: it's like, wait, hold on a second. Are your your name's not Patrick? Yeah, it really really irritates me. That
3: happens all the time in like meetings and stuff at work.
0: So do you do the I'm elevator thing and you're like You interrupt them and you're like, no,
3: no.
1: They asked me. uh, I let I let I let them do it. I let them do it because they're apparently ready to answer whatever the question is. I just let them do it.
3: I like to think that he like flips the conference room table when this happens. (laughs) (laughs) Preposterous. I like
2: my
1: turn. I like to. I would love to do that. I like to think he's been
0: keeping score and he has like a list. Of all the times that People it's happened down
3: <laughs> no is,
1: there there's times where if it happens multiple times and someone asks me a question again, I won't answer. I will just be quiet,
0: <laughs> or you'll just look at the person that's been and I'll interrupting. look at the
1: person like, do you want to answer this one? Are you ready? I
0: think Dave knows. Let's let him answer again,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know exactly, Dave, go ahead, Dave, <laughs> oh jeez, that's that's
0: full, a that's full awful.
2: confession I. I'm, I'm. Oh, Mark, Marcus. <laughs> I'm guilty. Marcus James. That's come on. hilarious. I'm oh, guilty geez. of doing that. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm guilty of of doing that sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry. Mark's like, I know. I just googled it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, that's that is hilarious. Actually, Ronnie, what do you got?
3: All right. Last chance. So- air it out. Mine, the one that aggravates me, I think the most often is like driving. So like when you're driving on a highway or multi-lane and like, I'm one of those people, like I always have my cruise control set. So I'm just driving along and I hate when people like come up behind you, they go to go around and then they basically just drive right next to you. Almost like the same speed (laughs) awkwardly. Yeah. Or the people that like, they pass you and then like, you're not in front of them anymore. So then they slow way down, go back, then they pass you again. And just like this just keeps repeating. It's like, man, would you just get away from me? Like, just get <laughs> yeah. away from me.
0: You just want to be like, do you have cruise control? Because you should use it.
3: Yeah, it's like just I, I would just I would just prefer to drive separate of anywhere near you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that would drive me insane.
0: Uh yeah, that's rough. Um for me, the last one I had to share was um I I can't I can't go without mentioning uh, a specific type of smoker. Um I'm going to be honest and full disclosure, I have a hard time with smokers. Now, I will say that I love people that are smokers. I like people. There are people in my life that I like that are smokers, but uh when people smoke and then they throw it on the ground after they've used it, uh, when people smoke around children, I, I, I observed actually a few months ago, a lady holding a baby, this baby had to be no more than seven or eight months old, holding a baby and smoking while holding the baby, blowing it the opposite direction, thinking they were somehow not getting it in the baby. And then the wind would blow the smoke in the baby's face and the baby's eyes was wa- were watering and the baby was coughing I, that just, it made Jeez. me sick. I mean, honestly, Ugh. that's beyond a pet peeve because that's more than a pet yeah, peeve, it probably sure. isn't beyond a pet peeve, but it's just bad etiquette with already. I think bad practices. Now I understand there are people that have, you know, I understand everything that goes around smoking, but just when you, when you do it, it's one thing to do it and it affects your life. But when you're doing something that, that hurts other people, uh, that mm-hmm. just, that's just too far. So, that's that's my last pet peeve, uh, last gripe that I'm going to throw out there. Uh, we have a few more pet peeves from our from our listeners, from our friends on the Discord. Uh, Ash Ingram uh, said, my pet peeves are being interrupted when I talk, rude customers or workers, people that cut in line, smelly people on public transport, incons- <laughs> inconsiderate smokers. There it is, Ash, right with you. Drivers not indicating. Because you know, there are some cars that don't have blinkers on them. Uh, in, they didn't build it in the car. Uh, they ran out of so, blinker fluid. Yeah, blinker. <laughs> 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 I hate when that happens, running out of blinker fluid. <laughs> Uh, jeez i've never heard that before that's hilarious Uh, now i can't not think about that lady patrick when i say that's hilarious i want to be like that's hilarious (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: that's hilarious uh
0: she also said people chewing with their mouth open and the kardashians
2: (laughs) that's a pet peeve i'll agree with that again you know fair enough fair enough Fair
1: I need to cross off nine <laughs> of the ones I was going to talk about. All right.
2: Fair enough, Matt. Uh
0: Terraject, He said my biggest pet peeves are when people correct, quote unquote, you while you're telling a story. When people interrupt you while you're talking. Sorry, Mark. When people chew with their lips open. <laughs> I've never heard it lips open. Lips open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like <laughs> their teeth are closed, but their lips are open. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're chewing like with the making a kiss face. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a pet peeve of mine if I saw that people do that. That would be a pet peeve, yeah. Like, why do you have your lips open, weirdo? Just
2: chew regular. <laughs> that's like permanent That's like permanent Donald Trump face. This is so good.
0: <laughs>
2: or they chew their food
0: while they're having a conversation with you. Oh, and also while you're having a conversation with them and just... That's all. That's all he says. thank you for that terry jack uh our last discord uh member comes from mike bc score mike uh he said how much time do you have i'm a small bit ocd he says i hate it when people hang up on me i've been known to call them back and yell i hate it when people touch my face even my wife and especially my kids oh that's too that's too bad
2: Goodness. Uh, okay.
0: My wife doesn't like her hair to be touched by her kids, uh, probably because they don't ever wash their hands. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> things being wildly messy or out of place don't bother me, but being slightly wrong will bug me so much. Case in point, the pastor was using a chair as a prop a few weeks ago, and when he was done, he put it back poorly. <laughs> I guess he didn't put it back the right way. And he said, I was in the choir loft, and I couldn't go down to fix it the chair in this proper place. So I started pretending I needed a fan so an usher could come up with one. And I told him, a thirteen year old to go down and fix the chair. He says, okay, then he promptly leaves the building without fixing the chair. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, not paid for this <laughs> <laughs> He said uh Mike said I got so upset about the chair. I eventually texted my teenage son who was sitting a few rows behind the chair and told him to sneak up and fix it. And the look my son gave me, well, if looks could kill. Oh jeez.
1: I don't know. That that kinda irritates me too when, when people don't like push in their chair after they're finished. I mean, if they push it back in and it's not the right way, yeah, I guess that's a little bit O C D but if they're just like leave it there, yeah like away from the table or away from the desk or wherever it is it's like yeah you need to push that I back I can in. see that Be a little it's a little considerate Yeah yeah I can I see I like
3: that. to think the kid after he didn't fix the chair was like giggling on the way out the door like <laughs> I told that guy I was going <laughs> to fix this the thunder. chair yeah. <laughs> I'm going to push it over Oh
0: jeez I bet Oh man well I think we've covered the gamut of pet peeves uh if if anybody in our discord if any of our listeners if you want to comment if you want to share with us some more pet peeves you have,
3: I do have one more. Oh,
0: do you have one more, Ronnie? Sorry, go ahead. Oh. Yeah, so
3: I got a comment on fa- on on the Facebook post I shared. It's uh, from Justin Seibert, which is one of my good friends. Nice, good save. And he said, "I might be, I might be nitpicking, but when you ask someone a direct question and they give you an answer that, in a roundabout way, answers the question, but doesn't answer what you asked." And he said, "Example for clarify: We won. Who won the baseball game?" Question mark, answer, the Reds lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I could see that. That's like the political answer where you like talk around it or you don't actually acknowledge their yeah. question almost. You got to answer it the way you want to.
1: For sure, for sure. Good
0: save Ronnie. Uh, I missed that one. But uh, yeah, if anybody else has any pet peeves they want to share, feel free to find us on our Discord server. Uh, all that information. And of course, is on the show notes, thanks to our brother, Patrick. Uh, so, guys, uh, we've reached the end of our time together. It's been fun sharing them pet peeves. Do we have any final thoughts? Uh, any music? There?
2: Oh, for sure we have music. DJ Marcy?
3: Oh, for sure.
2: Um, So, a couple of things to touch on real quick. Obviously, uh, you can always find the Good Morning Guys morning playlist on Spotify, um and thanks to Bernabe, uh, it's on iTunes as well. Thanks, Bernabe. Um, yeah. Um, and also, uh, for those who listen and who are part of our our Discord server, which you should join if you're not a part of it. Um, you can also submit. I, I guess we can. They can post it in the episode chat thread or or whatever. Just keep it one place where I can see it. Um, if you have one submission you'd like to send in preferably um, around the theme of that particular week's episode. If you have a submission for a song that you want to send to us to possibly be added to the playlist, um, I will pick one each week. Of course, it's up to my discretion. Um, It's gotta be something appropriate. um, And I make the final say. Um, And, uh, but yeah, Go ahead and, and send your submissions. Um, so with that in mind, um, since we only got a couple this week, I, I decided to take the two that were uh, submitted to us. Um, so with the idea of pet peeves, it, you know, it sort of went on a theme of um, driving us crazy, that kind of thing. Um, and and so Ash Michelle, and I believe it was Travis Pospisil, Travis, Travis Popsicle. There, There, yes, (laughs) thank you. I had no
0: idea who you're talking about.
2: Um, and I could be wrong, and I'm totally gonna be oopsed for that, or in the wee wrong. No, I think you're right. It was those two. Yeah, um, they sent. Uh, she drives me crazy. By the fine young cannibals. Good, it's good. That is a good one. And and, uh, psycho from Puddle of Mud it's a good song. I enjoy True it. True that. Um, And then my two submissions are uh, the song Crazy from Gnarls Barkley. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, uh, there's always a wonderful opportunity to throw in a Lifehouse song. Um, there's a song that Lifehouse did. It's called Nerve Damage. Um, and I'm going to throw that one in there. So those are our additions for this week.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Uh, all I will say real quick is, as we have been complaining this, most of this episode about our pet peeves, a quick reminder brought to you by Matthew 7. Do not judge so that you won't be judged. Why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye but don't notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye and look, there's a log in your eye. Hypocrite. Take that log out of your eye, then you'll clearly see to take the speck out of your brother's eye. We, of course, all have our own pet peeves, but we also are a source of pet peeves from time to time. So let's all work together. Of course, we can, in a safe place, complain and talk about uh, all the things we notice that are wrong with the world, but we have to make sure that we're also being a solution in the world. So let's continue to encourage each other, continue to have patience and love, and uh, one way or the other, we will work together to look past those pet peeves and make the world a better place. So. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, guys. It's been a blast. That's all we have for this good morning. Uh, Just a friendly reminder, feel free to leave us a positive but honest review on iTunes if you have a couple minutes to spare. Um, And remember that you can respond to any questions, ask any questions for future episodes. Connect with our community on Discord and Twitter. And again, those are in the show notes. You can also email us, call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Maybe you could intro the show or just ask a question beyond that. We look forward to talking at you again next week on podcast services around the globe. As we have a discussion about our past, present and future pets. We are continuing the pet theme, my friends. Uh, We will talk about those little furry or scaly critters or creatures that have impacted our lives, our wallets and our hearts in good ways and bad uh, over our lifetime. So Pat, Mark, And Ronnie J., who for the 20th time in a row did not watch Superman. Uh, You listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and
2: game. That's hilarious. Mark, what a way to end the show! <laughs>
3: Very nice. Very nice. Was I
2: was gonna hold. I was
0: gonna hold that silently until somebody said something because I just had a feeling oh. someone was gonna have something to say. Oh, that's so oh. good. One, two, three, four. March is here, the best month is here, my breath, poop. (laughs) What the heck? (wife) Crash and burn. Mulligan. Crash and burn. I don't know what I was going to say, but.
1: (laughs) March (laughs) is tear, that's what I heard. That's quite
0: sad. Let's try that again. Do I need to do Mark again or do I just go? (laughs) No, you don't. We're already there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. Oh, I know this is going at the end now.
4: Dang it.